4: Thursday afternoon, getting close to the weekend on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us wherever you are, however you've got us locked in. Glad to have you along for the ride. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort studios, visit pearlriverresort.com. Pearl River Resort, home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. You want to hit us up and be part of the conversation? Let's do that on the Ceasefire text line. 601-879-4395. That's the number. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited only for prepaid by Ceasefire. Get unlimited on Ceasefire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at ceasefire.com slash prepaid. Hello, fellas. You getting fired up for Marshall and App State tonight? Or is it the uh, the Texans and the... Oh, the Texans and somebody that's not very interesting. The Carolina. Carolina. The One Texans of and the Panthers tonight. Uh, Davis
5: Mills, the starter for the Texans. Here's a fun fact about him. He's has the most absurd neck you've ever seen in your
4: entire life. It's like a foot long.
6: Uh, it doesn't make sense. It's it, it's it's like a giraffe. It's like a little baby giraffe. Like it doesn't make it. I don't know how he he holds his head up on that thing. It looks like it's on a spring. It seems like a health hazard. <laughs>
5: He goes he to the doctor and says, Doc, I've got a sore throat. He's like, which part?
6: <laughs> North or south. <laughs> hey. If he gets a stinger, it'll take his whole body out. He, he wouldn't be able to move. Yeah, you,
5: you think he's got to travel a long way from mouth to stomach. You know how sometimes when you buy a suit or something, you got to get it uh, taken out or taken in. just doesn't fit just right. When he yeah. gets a turtleneck, they have to take it up a little bit.
6: He has to tie two ties together to wear one. <laughs> Seems like a nice guy, though. Good quarterback I'm sure,
5: I'm sure he's a great person. It's
4: a great yeah. opportunity for him tonight against a really good defense. So, Starter tonight in the National
5: Football League. Yeah, joke's on me. He's making more money today than I will in two years.
7: Yeah, yeah. but still.
6: It's today? He's got a normal neck.
5: Yeah, it is. Proportionate. So.
7: <laughs> and the thing is, it's
5: huge, too. Like, his head doesn't, like, bow in. And the neck, it's just, like, neck. For an absurd length of whatever, and then head—it's like a, tri- a tree trunk.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah a tree trunk for a uh, for a neck. Did you guys talk yesterday? We did about the uh, the news oh. from the commissioners' meetings. No, I, honestly, I
5: was going to touch it, but. You know, we had schedule stuff and a bunch of guests and yeah. all that. No, no, I understand. I think it's hilarious that they are still so mad at the SEC. They are going to stop something, or they're going to try to stop something that will help them the most. It's it's just crazy. But they'll end up getting to 12 because they know 12 is the best option. I, I mean, one of the proposals well, yesterday was eight an 18 playoff with eight automatic bids. That's great for the SEC. I was having Why?
4: this conversation that would be one with team. Oh, you said eight automatic yes. bids? Yeah, they. they oh no, it, no, no, That's see, that's the thing though. There's no way they're going to get eight. Of with automatic not. qualifiers passed. The so what are they wasting get their time eight on? Is if all at large, and if you have eight at large selections, guess who's going to be the most represented conference once again? I mean, you're looking at minimum three SEC teams in an eight-team-at-large situation. And how about the year? I, I Seriously, I was having this conversation with someone half an hour ago. Let's say it's a normal year, and the number one overall seed is Alabama from the SEC. And Alabama beat an undefeated Georgia in the SEC championship game, and Georgia is the three seed. And you had Ohio State as the two, and Clemson's the four, and Notre Dame's the five and oh Oklahoma the six and Texas A and M is the seven. And then whomever is the eight. Doesn't matter. So the SEC is going to get a one eight matchup where Alabama's going to win. The two seed Ohio State is going to get to meet Texas A and M in a first round game. Some years, Ohio State probably wins that game. But it's not a slam dunk. And then the three-seed, Georgia, is going to meet whoever I said the six-seed was a second ago. Oklahoma? Yeah. So what happens if you then have three SEC teams win in the first round? Now we've gotten back to the Final Four, and 75% of your remaining teams are from one conference. Why? Because we won't have that five member group where we had no rep or four member group where we had no representation come up with an idea that makes the most sense for college football. Greg Sankey is literally sitting back and laughing at this. <laughs> hey, going. you want to stay with the four team playoff? Okay, we're good. You want to go to 12? That's what's good for everybody in college football. That's how you get a group of five team in. That's how you guarantee if you're a conference champion, you got a shot, you know, a really good shot of being in. And we'll be fine. Now, nobody's going to agree to guaranteed spots in an eight-team playoff where you give a spot to a group of five? Three of them. No way. No way. It's so
5: stupid. It's so stupid. I mean, I was reading all that stuff and I read Ross's story, and then Pat Forty, to his credit, nailed it, at least I think so, with how he just roasted them. That this is embarrassing. You're embarrassing yourself by doing this because everybody knows what's coming. The 14 playoff benefited the SEC more than the other four Power 5 leagues combined. The SEC only got stronger. Remember, Borky?
4: The SEC didn't want to go to a four-team playoff. No. They were just fine with status quo. So they
5: get to no. four, and four makes them stronger. And then Sankey bites the ball. Although, I mean, 12 would greatly benefit the SEC, too, here. Let's sure be honest. It would, but every system benefits the SEC because it's, it's the, best. the best league. Right. But, but it, it's so goofy what they were doing yesterday because everybody involved in this knows that 12 is going to be the answer. Everybody involved. So, they're just going to fart around and have all these committee meetings and pretend like they're taking power back from the SEC. But then, all of their ideas that the four team group, including Big Bad Greg Sankey, already looked at and discussed and determined, you know, it's not enough. It's not right. And that's why they got to 12. You're going to get to the same conclusion. But in the process, you're going to look goofy doing it.
6: This whole thing is crazy. Probably some money to be made in meetings and everything else and paying consultants.
4: Oh, of course.
6: You can't can't
4: dry up the well. But but, but think again. Okay, so people are mad, right? Because Oklahoma and Texas left the Big 12 to go to the SEC, and Greg Sankey was on this four-person working group. But let's think about the people that were involved in this. Greg Sankey, who there was really no impetus to change, right? The current system is working just fine. Thank you very much for the Southeastern Conference. But we agree that for the health of the sport, it would be good to have more teams involved in the playoff. So, okay, I'm Greg Sankey. I'll go along with it. Jack Swarbrick, the athletics director at Notre Dame, signed off on a deal that guarantees his team will not get a first-round buy. Not going to happen. He signed off on that. It doesn't matter how good a season Notre Dame has, they're not going to be one of the top four first-round teams that gets a buy and doesn't play. Craig Thompson, representing all of the group of fives that are out there, says, this gives us access. It gives us access in a way that we've never had it before. And Bob Boldsby, who's the guy that just got screwed by Oklahoma and Texas leaving and is doing his dead-level best just to keep the conference together. But the SEC, I, here's what I can't figure out on this. Is this Kevin Warren somehow trying to legitimize himself? Although I don't think the Big Ten is as opposed to this as the Pac-12 and the ACC are. Is it Jim Phillips and George Klyovkov saying, we've only been on the job for like six months and we need to do something to put a, a feather in our, cra- our cap, to put a notch in our belt? Yeah, George Klyovkov is the guy with all the TV background. He's the one that's going to come in and figure out the TV situation for the Pac-12. And he may end up being a great commissioner. But all the hand-wringing and the crying and the fussing and the, we didn't get a chance to fully vet this. Here's the thing. I'm not entirely sure that the opposition is actually coming at the commissioner level. But all of these commissioners have got a bunch of athletics directors who I'm not sure, generally speaking, are all that smart. Some are. Some of them are brilliant. I think some of them must just be empty suits. That they're standing on a table and beating a drum. saying, You can't let the SEC push us around. you got to stand up and fight. How much of the data have they actually looked at? How many of the different models have those guys actually looked at? Or are they just living in 2021 where optics are all that matter? I think that might be the case.
8: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Look for delays on Lakeland at Ridgewood, both directions. The traffic signal is not working. Law enforcement's on the scene directing traffic, so expect delays elsewhere. Things looking pretty good so far this afternoon. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop.
9: Proudly serve the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
10: This is Dennis Stevenson, director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor Vehicles, troopers, and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadway safe. Since 1920, many great beginnings in Mississippi have begun with a diamond from
11: Britain's jewelers. Since then, we've changed in many ways, except in our commitment to our customers. Hi, I'm John Albritton. At All Britons, we realize how important a diamond is to you. That's why our trained gemologist inspects every stone we sell. Whether you're buying your first diamond or celebrating your 25th anniversary, you can be confident of our quality and value. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen All Britons as their
9: diamond store.
0: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. <laughs> t text line open to you, 601-879-4395. Jeff and Oxford, after Cincinnati, UCF, BYU, and Houston go to the Big 12, there won't be many group of five teams left to make an argument for getting into the playoffs. Will there?
6: Memphis? Memphis? Yeah, but uh, one always emerges. Memphis thinks it's getting to the Big 12. Yeah. SMU, mind? maybe? Um, Northern Illinois. I'm trying to think, Boise State. Uh, yeah, Boise would be a good one. Yeah,
4: San Diego State.
6: Hey, yeah, we've man, seen a fluctuation
4: year, in. I mean, San Diego State just beat Arizona, didn't they? Yeah, Arizona's Anytime, not worth but, the crap, but still, Arizona might be the worst football uh the the worst of the one hundred thirty teams in. The football ball subdivision this year. If only they played Kansas, we could really get a gauge on at least the
5: worst of the Power Five. But Kansas has got a dub and goalposts torn down to show, prove it. Yeah, big win over well South Dakota. Wins a win. Yeah,
4: I don't know who it was. Can't um, it was like three weeks ago.
5: Yeah, but wh- one of these always emerges. I mean, Appalachian State's yeah. always really solid. UAB's there.
6: Somebody will go undefeated, eleven and one, and have a good win and be in the mix every year. I still believe the transfer
5: portal, even with the uh, allowance of replacing guys that transferred up to seven, so you can sign instead of 25, possibly up to 32 if you lose seven guys to the portal, that halts this just a little. But I do think the portal is leveling the playing field some. I mean, take Ole Miss, for example, and Mississippi State. Mississippi State's best receiver right now is a transfer. That's just the truth. Two of their best. Two of their best receivers. Our transfers. But we're going to talk later about the Ole Miss defense and its improvement. Existing guys have gotten better, especially on the defensive line. They have gotten – the the summer joking term is bigger, stronger, and faster. But the defensive tackle in particular looks like a different person physically. So, Clinton Bevins
6: has been really, really
5: good. And Katie Hill as well. Looks physically, yeah. looks different. So I'm not saying all that. But the defense is better in part because of Chance Campbell. I mean, he is exceptional. And Ole Miss would not have signed a Chance Campbell or wouldn't would not have had a chance at developing one like him for another couple years, but they could in two years almost turn around the defensive personnel entirely. They're starting two transfers at safety, transfer at linebacker, transfer on the defense two transfers on the defensive line when Robinson comes back. Transfer at linebacker. I mean, that's leveling see, the playing play field bit last some. Week? Yeah, he did. He still had that thing on his knee, but that'll that'll be big for them moving forward. Either way, it helps programs like Ole Miss, Mississippi State, that are either going through coaching transitions or can't get a Chance Campbell or haven't gotten a Chance Campbell on their own. When is the last time Ole Miss has had a linebacker that is good at everything like he is? He reads plays well, he tackles well, and he's got the speed to get there. What's the last one? Cass- that-
6: Cassius Ware?
5: I, I mean, it's been a long time.
6: Well, Patrick I just Willis to see Richard... played
4: between those two.
6: I know, but I just wanted to see Richard smile when I mentioned Cassius Ware. Cassius
4: Ware. Man, that combination of Cassius Ware and Dwayne Dotson, Dwayne Dotson. in 1993.
6: Yeah. woo I, I love he? dropping the random Ole Miss player just to watch the little corner of his mouth turn up every now and then. Yeah. He hasn't uh, got li- a really like...
4: green reference in lately.
6: Ooh, That's a good one. But,
4: yeah
5: point is even with the new rule i think the portal will still help especially the group of five you've got a guy that you know goes to auburn and he's a defensive back and he's good you know he gets to play on special teams and stuff a former four star but a place like auburn or most everybody in the sec is signing four stars and more four stars and more four stars and he just gets buried in the depth chart and he's like i got two years left i've got my degree i'm gonna go play ball I'm from Alabama, UAB's up the road, they're good, I'm going to go play there. And UAB would have never gotten a guy like that until now. We get somebody on the text line, Louisiana Tech has 19 former, uh, they they brought in 19 transfers. Guys that played at Power 5 schools in some cases. Southern Miss's quarterback came from a Power 5 school, who unfortunately got
4: hurt. Might balance it out a little bit. So group of eyes will emerge. And you know what, I, I think there are levels to it, right? I mean, I, I think if you are a Power 5 conference team that is traditionally in, if you just split the league in half, so using the SEC, if, if you have a traditional top seven and a traditional bottom seven, I think if you're in the bottom seven of a Power Conference league, you got a chance to really be helped out. And then one step below that, whether you want to go American or you want to say Conference USA or the Sun Belt or whatever, I think you've got an opportunity there. I think FCS may be where it hurts the most. Because in the past, you've had kids that transferred down to the FCS level because they didn't have to sit out of here. They didn't want to pay the penalty of not playing. And so an Austin P might be attractive. Or uh,
6: Whatever. Austin Peay's a good enough example. (laughs) We don't need you to go through a bunch of FCS teams.
4: Yeah, I I was trying to come up with a bunch of other FCS teams. I mean, Sam Houston State might be attractive. You you Chattanooga. There you go. Chattanooga. But I don't know how it's going to work for teams in the bottom half of Group of Five conferences and certainly for the uh, the FCS. But, yes, Borky, I, I could not agree with you more. That, and I think Ole Miss is positioning itself well. And I do think because of what Mississippi State purports to do offensively, they are positioning themselves well as well. Also, I mean, Mike Leach has a reputation of throwing a lot of footballs to a lot of wide receivers. Now, they may not be doing that as much or as well, but that's a selling point. Ole Miss is fun right now. That's a selling point. To a chance Campbell or, or somebody like him who is at another Group of Five school or another Power Five school, and wants to come in, so yeah, you're 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 on to something there, and yet there are still a lot, a lot, a lot of guys that put their name in the transfer portal that uh, heard the music stop without a chair to sit in. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, for for my sake and what I grew
5: up on, the trickle-down effect uh, will... Because there's guys in the portal that you, you mentioned t- Chattanooga could use. My firm Paladins could use. So hopefully they'll start taking advantage of that as well. That used to be the thing, remember, not too terribly long ago, you could transfer down to the FCS and play right away.
4: Yeah, yeah but now...
5: And, and now, that's not a thing anymore. But... Yeah, you know, these guys. Well, I mean, it's can still, still a thing. You
4: can still, still do it, right away the problem why is, you, can you also do also Transfer at this level and not exactly transfer yeah. to Alabama and play
6: right away if, if you want to.
5: Yeah, so you yeah. know maybe that will have a, a good trickle down effect. I, I would love to see them increase the the limit of scholarships at the FCS level because if, if you're the, the NCAA has created a system in which, like you said,
6: we'll have a bunch of kids without a home. So I think that's a good. I think that's a good life lesson, though. I think there it is. That you know, growing up, sometimes you make the wrong decision, and you just got to live with it and, and swallow your pride. And if you're a player who was in an SEC school and you thought you had it pretty good, but you wanted something better and it wasn't there for you, well, then go to Austin P. You know, yeah. the, the NFL can find you just as easily at Austin P. as it'll find you at Alabama. If you're find a good you. player; they'll find you. The Saints so throw
5: touchdown passes to a guy from Assumption College, so they'll uh, they'll find you if you're out there. But 65 at that level is not enough. Uh, They they, if schools can afford it, they should be allowed to increase that number. Make like 65 a minimum and can go up to 75 or something. You've created a system in which a lot of kids have nowhere to go. I think you should be able to create more opportunities for them to go somewhere and still get an
4: education, which is far more important than where they're playing ball. Yeah. You know I love a good analogy. I'm not sure about this one. Putting Memphis in the Big 12 is like putting Jimmy Buffett in Skinnered.
6: <laughs> it's kind of random, but all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I mean I'm not sure
6: that I think Memphis
4: fits in the Big Twelve. Maybe maybe so. Although I mean as a department I mean a Liberty Bowl's not good. But FedEx Forum is. Football team's good. Basketball program doesn't live up to the hype, but it's a good program, and it has name recognition. And frankly, do other sports really matter? And that's not a shot at other sports. I mean, you guys know how much I love college baseball. Yeah, no, You're right, though, and but everybody knows it. In, in this conversation, all that matters is football. And, and Memphis would be like, oh, well, Penny Hardaway. And I say, nobody cares. It's about football. And, and fortunately for Memphis... They have put themselves in a position where the product on the field is good enough. Support off the field? Eh. Maybe a little bit of a different question. Somebody also says Southern Mist to the fun belt. Imagine that baseball conference. I think that's a move that needs to happen. I really believe the Sun Belt is a better fit for Southern Mist and would be um would be good long term. Mississippi State and LSU coming up this weekend. Let's talk some LSU Tigers with a guy that used to wear that white shirt with yellow britches. T. Bob Abair will join us when we come back on the Farm Bureau phone line.
9: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies, high near 78. Tonight, clear skies and cool, low around 53. You're finally Friday, sunny conditions, high near 80 degrees. Friday evening, mostly clear and cool, low around 56. And a look to Saturday, sunny skies, high near 84. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
2: The Waterford on Highland Colony is much more than bingo and bread pudding. Call us to see why we're doing retirement right at the Waterford on Highland Colony in Richland. 601-856-6131. 601-856-6131. The Waterford, proud sponsors of Old Miss Sports.
11: Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? Quit wasting your time and get to Richland, Mitsubishi. We are your pre-owned headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. We've got an amazing selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. With such a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Looking for a truck or Jeep? We have them. In two-wheel drive, four-by-four, diesel, every brand, every size, lifted and customized, we've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hard Tops, Soft Tops, Lifted and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Worried about past credit issues? Don't be. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your free-owned HQ. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit rigslandmitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See
14: dealer details with approved credit. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It appears that lawmakers have somewhat of an agreement on a medical marijuana bill. Speaker of the House Philip Gunn provided an update to Super Talk's Paul Gallo.
15: It is uh, our belief that we are uh, in agreement uh, on on a bill. We um, are in the process of talking to our members to make sure that they're in agreement with the bill. Cut through the chase here. Do you think a House or Senate just doesn't have not enough people to uh, vote yes on this yet? Oh no. I think we do. Do you? I think we you do. You think the Senate has enough to I vote, think, yes? Well, it's been represented to me that they do. Mm-hmm. What's the holdup? I have, there's no holdup. I mean, I, the Lieutenant Governor's out of town yesterday. I think he's coming back today. So uh, my plan is to get together with him and make sure that we have finally come to an agreement and um, then we are ready to, if, if that is the case, yeah. we would be ready to inform the Governor that we have an agreement on the bill and we'd be ready to move with a special session.
7: When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit cspire.com slash business. Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice?
9: Well, it depends on the
6: advice.
3: Tune into Under the Hood, and you can have both. I'm Russ, along
9: with Shannon and Chris, your
11: hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week.
6: We've been the Motor Medics since 1990, and
2: we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week.
0: Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Just Sports Talk Mississippi.
10: It doesn't get any better than this.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Super Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. FM. You're going to be a part of the conversation, please join us on the Ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Question uh, right here. Please explain to me where Jack Abraham is. It seems as if he has disappeared. That is from Jay in Madison. Hey, Dad, would you like to take a shot at that?
6: Like right this second, I have no idea where he is. But overall, uh, he suffered a, uh, a concussion uh, in the summer workouts and uh, has not been able to practice and has, therefore, not played. There you go. Simple as that. (laughs) And is so far behind at this point.
4: We, uh, In addition to being online at supertalk.fm and on a dozen (laughs) radio stations covering the entire state of Mississippi, we are on supertalktv.com. And Brian Haydad cannot stop laughing because of the picture on the screen right now of our next guest on the Farm Bureau phone line, T-Bob Aber T-Bob, I think we got you in, uh, in full scream. It's a still shot where you are in full scream, looking like you are ready to attack.
17: Ah, uh, Yes, yes. That was um, a moment of pure and utter passion. That was when <laughs> LSU finally uh, broke the Alabama curse and beat Alabama in 2019.
4: There you go. I like it.
10: Uh, yeah. So I
4: was thinking about a lot of different directions this could go. Tell me if I'm off on this. I think that LSU might be a team that is more subject to immediate overreaction on a game-by-game basis than any other team that I can think of. Win or loss. Does that make sense? Hmm. Yeah, yeah,
17: no, no. I I, 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 I get what you're saying. I, I definitely understand what you're saying. I think that... I think partially that is true. I I think I haven't really considered that before. Look, okay, okay, this is what I think. I've said this throughout my radio career. The ultimate thing that determines a fan base's happiness level, it is never the objective results themselves. It's where those results land in relation to the expectation, right? And so when you go 15-0 and win the natty have all this success – (laughs) <laughs> well then that then becomes more of the expectation. So like the next year, if you go five and five, okay, people are willing to give you that one, but then uh, they're not going to um they're not gonna continue to give you that benefit of the doubt. I think that's what you're experiencing with LSU right now is people feel like you're hurtling towards like another potentially five and five year all over again.
4: Well and I think the reason so, I, reason I around thought around, that
17: around was... the five hundred. was say I shouldn't say for sure a five, a five and five year, but around five hundred.
4: Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, but I was kind of thinking about it in the context of this season. So UCLA, you know, the reaction was all over the place, and people were furious. And yeah. then whoever the week two opponent was, but then last week against Central Michigan, LSU looked competent, and people are like, "Oh yeah, they're getting things moving in the right direction. This is a pretty, you know, pretty good team. It's what we thought they were." It was Central Michigan. Like, like, maybe there was an overreaction on the UCLA side of things, although I do want to get okay. to that in just a second. But then maybe there's go, an overreaction go. to a win against Central Michigan as well. I see what you're saying. And I agree. And I think eventually we're
17: arriving at the same conclusion. Because okay. I think there was a ton of overconfidence going into UCLA which is now obvious, and so when a lot of these things, that you're exposed, it felt all the worse. Well, then you looked pretty bad against Magnese as well. And so then there was arguably underconfidence, right? So that, that that's completely fair as well. So then when things did look positive and like they should against Central Michigan, that is viewed as arguably more improvement than it actually is. Uh, I, I, I think that the interesting thing with this LSU team is you have a young quarterback – and a true sophomore, Max Johnson, going into his sixth start. You got two young coordinators, and Jake Pete and Durante Jones are fresh coordinators, um, and relatively young age-wise as well. So they're continuing to find their way and try to find their way, kind of every single week. So, like, this is an LSU team that I think has a has a high chance of a lot of variance in terms of looking up and down, but also a lot of growth potential. Ultimately, though, the biggest limiting factor on this team remains. Um, the offensive line, and, and whether or not they can find a, an answer at left tackle.
4: All right, so fast forward to Saturday. Mississippi State has been not great offensively, but they've been pretty steady on the defensive side, and they've got some dudes on that defensive line. Their linebacker play is pretty good. What is your level of concern, based on what you just said a second ago, about LSU's ability to protect Max Johnson and, and kind of be good blockers and not get the run game going against this Mississippi State defense?
17: Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 concerned um, for a couple of reasons. First, I'm like Mississippi State. I think has a pretty good defense. They got definitely a couple of good corners there on the edges. Um, I'm blanking on the name right now, uh, but the for, for the the linebacker uh, the linebacker who's good in coverage. I don't know, but the point is Mississippi State has a good defense personnel wise, and I think Garnett is a very good defensive coordinator. I think he's proven that. I think there's probably a little added motivation, too, since him and LSU did an interview this summer, and for whatever reason, you know, the two sides don't come together. I think it's only human nature that each side wants to be like, you know, we made the right choice, right? So you have some beautiful added human kind of narrative motivation there. And then, look, when you look at this LSU offense, when they have struggled, it's because teams are getting after them. So when you're talking about the three-three-five defense, where you can do a lot of sneaky things in terms of who's actually coming, who's not, how you're moving guys around. And then you turn on the UCLA tape and you see how he's just completely debilitated LSU. And and then even you turn on the McNeese tape and you see them moving guys, pre-snap, slant guys. And just how it's like caused LSU just paralysis at times. I mean, I would expect Arnett to do the exact same thing. Um, and, and and just basically say to Max Johnson, okay, have you grown enough? Can you prove that... You have learned, and now if I do come at you with, like, cover zero and send in the house, or if I come at you with some sneaky stuff, still only like Russian Report, can you consistently make the correct decision? And, and I don't know that has proved that yet. I do like Max Johnson. I like the improvement I've seen. But, you know, frankly, we have not seen that in a game yet, much as a SEC game. So this is the perfect kind of proving ground uh, for that.
4: T-Bob Hebert joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Um Health, hey, like I don't know, message board fodder, how much you put into that. Stingley okay? Is he going to be okay for Saturday? I don't
17: know. I mean, people are, you know all over the place, like you said, message board chatter. I think the one thing that I would feel comfortable in saying right now is I do think Saturday is uncertain. And I literally do not mean that as in, like, more uncertain that he won't play or that he will play, just that there is a chance that he will not play on Saturday. So it would be Dwight McLaughlin and uh, Eli Ricks on the edge instead.
4: That would be two years in a row, Uh, not playing against Mississippi State. We found out that late, right before kickoff yeah. last year.
17: It would you, definitely you? Uh, seem like a bit of a bad omen, wouldn't it, fellas?
4: Yeah, it didn't go so well last year in
6: Baton Rouge. What are you talking about? No. For, for, it didn't, for, did it? Did it? went fine.
17: It go so well. Hey, did it go so well in Starkville either? Did it last year, boys?
18: Okay, hey, hey with <laughs> with the anger, T. Bob.
4: <laughs> hey, you mentioned it a second ago. <laughs> what, what happened behind the scenes on Arnett and LSU?
17: Um, I don't know. I just I just heard that the two sides had a meeting and just not. Oh, out. you know. No, like no, like that is what I heard.
6: It's it just literally didn't go that well. they
17: sat down. You know, they're doing the in person interview, and it just did it. You know, I'm sure it's like an awkward. I mean. I married my high school girlfriend, so I'm not the most experienced in this scene. But I'm sure it's like a horrible, awkward first date or something. You kind of get there, and you got to go through with it. But both sides are just not into it. But it was a step
4: in the right direction for Ed Ogeron to do in-person interviews this time, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Again, your coach is
17: Mike Leach. Glass. No, no, not his coach. You're not his coach. You are. His coach is Lane Kiffin oh my god dude okay so i get it here it is so now okay this that's what this is it's like we talked about Brian. this is the hot sexy new kid on the block he he doesn't think he's got the latest styles he got his frosted tips and his puka shell necklace oh are those aviators oh he's so cool isn't he dude the, the, the true colors will be revealed before long. Uh, that's not, those are not abs. It's just an airbrush, okay? Uh, those are not even real aviators. They're plastic. And uh, that's not even real puka shell, dude. Just wait. Just wait. Old Miss is about o- 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 Ole Miss getting a little fat cocky for beating Tulane. How about Let- your boy? Old Miss getting a little fan cocky for beating Tulane. Let's see. Let's see, old Miss. Let's prove it.
6: I was just asking a question. <laughs> That's was <laughs> what he was doing. I, I well, have a we, question, real quick. We,
4: we can get that again at the end of October, though, T. Bob. We'll, we'll see where it goes between now and then. T. Bob, yeah, the rumors yeah. are, are
17: hard. Yeah, just like just like last year when y'all are supposed to
4: win <laughs> and you have Max Johnson and Keishawn. You know, Be like Keishawn Butte, true freshman hey, catcher over three hundred. Keishawn Butte is open right now, and <laughs> is still running after the catch. <laughs> And by the way, Max Johnson is still standing in the pocket waiting for that route to develop so he can throw it to him again.
17: Yeah, so, okay, so that is actually a good example to bring up because last. We got 20 year, seconds LSU left, T Bob. Hard, hard break. Okay, okay, okay. That's why you come after Max Johnson. Every time a team has not, he has picked them apart.
4: This was fun. We should do it more often.
17: All right, boys. Always fun. Much love.
4: T Bob Avery Mwah. on the Farm Bureau phone line mo
8: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Look for delays on Lakeland at Ridgewood, both directions. The traffic signal is not working. Law enforcement's on the scene directing traffic, so expect delays elsewhere. Things looking pretty good so far this afternoon. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans at River Trust Federal Credit Union.
12: This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman-Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman-Taylor today for all your transmission needs.
3: Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com.
19: On game day, the Bulldogs bring the noise. And with the powerful towing and payload that F150 delivers, you can bring whatever you want whenever you need it. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F150 and the Bulldogs, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales.
9: This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you
6: agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard, and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier
15: and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242.
19: Folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi
0: 97.3. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi.
11: You like the show, huh? Yeah!
0: Super Talk Mississippi.
4: To do is just barely pokes the bear, and then the bear goes into a rage.
6: <laughs> what that I would say is that's that's the second person in less than a month that thought you were an MSU person. So what yep. I say is tomorrow when you're here, let's just go get you some new clothes and let's just get this going. I'll buy you a national championship baseball T-shirt and and we'll we'll just we'll just outfit your closet in maroon and white. Get you some three stripe life. Let's do it. Come on, man. Not really a three-stripe guy. Well, but there's still some Nike merchandise available, I believe. Not really a Nike We'll figure, guy it, out.
4: We'll figure uh, it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, worry. we'll have to think on that between now and then. We'll be in Starkville tomorrow. And uh, looking forward to that. I believe we're going to visit with John Cohen. I think that I is that the plan. Is yeah. I believe we will visit uh, with the president of Mississippi State, uh, Mark Keenum believe that is and correct as well. And we got some other surprises? We'll see. Are you, you working sure on did? something else? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. I mean, I just assumed that Chris Lamonis was going to come hang out with us so that you could talk about Mississippi State's national championship in baseball. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I,
6: they'll be practicing, I would think. You know, fall, oh, fall yeah. ball has started right. up. so yeah. That's right. We'll he, he's happens. done
4: with victory laps. Time to get back to work now, huh? Oh, Hugh Freeze will be there because he's
5: interviewing for the job, according to the message boards. What a fantastic segment that would be. Are I'm you sorry, kidding What? what? There, there Freeze, are... live! Richard, I guess you were off when we talked about this a little bit, but there, there are, however big or small the amount of people are, but there are people that are unironically... Sending each other photoshops of Hugh Freeze and Mississippi State gear, hoping that when John Cohen gives Mike Leach the axe after this game, he hires Hugh Freeze. I don't know how many, but I know they exist in this world right now. Yes, they do. Good photoshops. Whoever did it did a really good job. It looks real.
6: He really is Sharp. <laughs> I um... can you can you put the picture up here for us? Can we see it, uh, Borky? Yeah, let me find it. I, I can find it for you, probably a little quicker. <laughs> you get it like you get it printed off as a picture. No, wrong. I I just know where it is though. So
4: yeah, um, midday's with Gerard Gibbert. Sports Talk Mississippi will both be in Starkville tomorrow to tell you about all the incredible things that are happening in Starkville, including new businesses and creating new jobs, plus great events. Middays with Gerard and Sports Talk Mississippi
6: in Starkville tomorrow. And we will be where? Hey, Deb? We will be at the uh, partnership downtown Starkville, right in the middle of everything. Should be a lot of fun.
4: Okay. You're going to. Um... You're you're going to uh, like drop a pin so I know exactly where I'm going. Absolutely.
6: Okay. And we'll have we, we have barbecue provided. Oh,
4: very good.
5: <laughs> yeah, you, you got it. Hugh Freeze and Starkville is like Jimmy Buffett and Skinner. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you're like a space time continuum thing going right now. Time
6: is a flat circle. Let uh.
4: Okay. First of all. Q Freeze is the head coach at Mississippi State. They probably win some football games. I win quite a few. Not everybody would be allowed at the press conferences. (laughs) Like, I I can't even wrap my mind around how that works. You got to do a lot of tweet deleting. That's for sure.
6: (laughs) I'd be at the press conferences. I want to see how it works. I mean, like, I
4: genuinely cannot wrap my mind around how, how you repair enough. Relationships to make that work because you don't. That's you
5: don't. that's your simple answer because you don't. Yeah, but I'm trying to like let myself get there, and honestly, if I were a state fan, that
4: you I know, would... it almost might be perfect. I mean, because hypocrisy abounds all the way around. If you go that, I don't know that Hugh Freeze would be uncomfortable with that situation.
6: Oh, it's ABCC oh, again. Yeah, he, he, getting, paid to play, getting paid to coach $4, four $5 million dollars a year in the SEC, he'd jump right in.
5: There's some old pregame speeches he'll have to go and delete as well somehow. Yeah.
6: Well, are those made public? I mean, I don't know.
5: Oh, they're out there if you want to find them. I don't. I don't want to find them. Well, You've got to get acclimated to the style of Mississippi State's new head football coach.
4: Do you know that UAB is <laughs> I opening feel like a stadium United. next weekend with Liberty? Oh, yeah. He's got Syracuse in the dome this weekend, and then next week they will be the first opponent at uh, UAB's new stadium in downtown Birmingham.
6: The latest bowl project- projections from Brett McMurphy had state in the Birmingham Bowl playing Miami
5: at that stadium.
6: So the Birmingham, Birmingham Bowl will it- get to use it now? Uh, it's at the, the new stadium, yeah. Good. Very good. Legion Field's about to go the way of the dinosaur.
5: Good. Yeah, then you'd have a great time. Birmingham is an underrated fun city. Yeah. Like you can go have fun for a weekend in Birmingham
4: and go see a football game. Have a good time. Great food city. Yeah, fantastic. Great food city. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Lee Sterling coming up in uh, just a little while and uh and more. Sports Talk Mississippi.
0: WFM, 4 Jackson, Talk Mississippi. Powered by your professionals at Street, Rose. Rose. At, at Street Pros.
20: Online at FM. This is a Fox News Alert. I'm Steve Rappaport. A CDC advisory panel votes to recommend a third dose of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine for Americans 65 and older and long-term care facility residents, as well as people 50 to 64 with underlying health problems. The Department of Homeland Security says it will stop using horse patrols in a Texas city where thousands of Haitian migrants showed up. Some pictures appear to show agents on horseback using reins to whip the migrants. The White House concluded the images it saw were, in their words, horrific, brutal, and inappropriate. But a retired chief says twirling the reins is a proper technique. Fox's William Lajoness. Delta Airlines asking other carriers to share their lists of passengers banned during the pandemic for disruptive behavior.
13: According to the
12: Federal Aviation Administration, there were 4,385 unruly passenger reports as of this week.
20: Fox's Lillian Wu. America is listening to Fox News.
11: The Beach Boys, live in concert. Over five decades of timelessness. October 6th at Brandon Amphitheater. The Beach Boys 2021 Feel Flows World Tour. Get reserved seats now at Ticketmaster.com. VIP packages available at TheBeachBoys.com and MikeLove.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. A year like no other deserves an event like no other. So that's why DNS and s Diamonds and Jewelry is offering store-wide savings of 25 to 60% off during our 32nd anniversary event. Many items are reduced 50 to 60%, including stackable rings, pearl strands, and estate jewelry. Even engagement rings are reduced. A small deposit holds your selection for Christmas or take up to 12 months to pay interest-free with approved credit. DNS and s Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood in front of JCPenney.
14: I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Hancock County man will spend 21 years in prison for the July 2020 shooting of a U.S. Marshal. Agents with the Fugitive Task Force were attempting to execute an arrest warrant at a Gaucher Hotel when Joseph Sanye fired two rounds from a 45-caliber pistol as they entered the room, and one round struck an agent in the neck. Sanye was taken into custody while the agent was transported to the hospital. And with the debate over the $3.5 trillion budget bill continuing in Washington, Don Starnes with the NFIB says it faces strong opposition from small business owners.
21: The bill itself goes on a tear of just taking away things like the small business deduction. That's a huge tool for a small business owner utilized in their taxes. Increases the effective top capital gains rate, raises the income tax on individuals and the family and businesses, 2.5%. Stephen
14: Gagliano, Super Talk, Mississippi News.
2: Why join Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation if I'm not a farmer? Well, let's start with the valuable discounts on vehicles, travel, farm equipment, and much more, all of which would cover the cost of your membership. Throw in the insurance products, smarter banking, and agricultural advocacy, and the choice is clear. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us
20: online at msfb.org.
19: Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a
4: nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too and just as tasty. Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash 3
3: from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash 3 has daily drawings with 50 cent and
19: $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash 3 sometime, and you might be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play
3: responsibly.
14: Congressman Trent Kelly recently spoke on the House floor in support of the Fiscal Year 2022 National Defense Authorization Act.
0: Our military has and is facing unprecedented challenges, and this body is duty-bound to ensure our military is adequately funded and has the tools to win. The hard-working Mississippians who work for companies like Airbus, Huntington Ingalls, Winchester, General Dynamics, Stark Aerospace, SpaceX, and General Atomic keep our nation safe and deserve the support. Of our Congress.
14: And agriculture is the top industry in Mississippi, highlighting the significance of National Farm Safety and Health Week. Approximately 17% of the state's workforce is employed in the agricultural industry, which generates over $7 billion a year. The week underscores the fact that agriculture is among the nation's most dangerous industries, with data showing that there were 573 fatalities on farms across the country in 2019. The annual proclamation has been declared for the third week of September each year since 1944.
19: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson
16: 97.3. What we're gonna do right here is go back and now back to
19: the- back to the
0: sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling on Super Talk Mississippi.
20: Mississippi. Asking you shall
6: receive. Hey, Dad. <laughs> look at that thing. Spe-
4: <laughs> Speaking of frosted tips. <laughs> Woo! Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borkey, Brian Haydad, and that just don't look right. Let's see you Freeze on the screen. I, I kind of want to put that picture on Twitter. And just say,
5: how does this image make you feel? But remember when I did a poll question this summer yeah. and people yeah, yeah. got super mad over a very innocent poll question because people are dumb? I'm afraid Easy the fix. same thing will happen.
6: Easy fix. Photoshop Jackie into old Miss colors. And it's a fair trade. If we know how to do that.
4: I don't think it is.
5: No, it's it's not. I'm going to do it. If people get mad on Twitter, so what? People on Twitter are dumb.
4: Well, I mean, there is a strong likelihood that you're going to get a message from the man in the Photoshop maroon jacket. Yeah, don't tag him. Like you've got to do that. Boy, I had a. You know, it was late on Saturday
5: uh, at the bachelor party, so take that into account. I thought I was gonna get a DM Saturday night though because I went to Twitter and I said, again, I was at a bachelor party, it was late, but I did say if Lane Kiffin was coaching the twenty fifteen Ole Miss roster, if he if he and his staff were coaching that roster, they make the national championship game. Not saying win it, but they make the national championship game. I thought that was gonna get me DM'd because like five people tagged Hugh in it.
6: I thought oh, that was it bunch of snitches what's wrong with y'all
5: well see i wasn't afraid to take that on either i was just gonna screen grab it and put some laughing emojis and send that out there too but i'm kind of willing to die (laughs) on that hill but also give me uh until saturday night late on saturday night after i've enjoyed the day and then i'll die on that hill
4: you're saying you need liquid courage
5: Yeah, I had a little liquid courage. I was expecting a DM, though. Didn't get one. I was disappointed.
4: He's slacking off. Sports Talk Mississippi coming to you live from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, home of the Golden Moon Casino and also Silver Star just across the street. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com for more information. So college football is on a heater right now. Oh, my God.
6: Somebody tagged freeze on the replies.
4: Oh my gosh! Five (laughs) games have been watched by more than seven million people on average. That number did not get hit until mid-October last year. And remember, hold on, last year, 2019. Last year, remember the SEC was playing
5: SEC-only
4: games too, but the season didn't start till the first of October. Sort of the week before that. The, the last week of September. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not no, entirely, this, no, this is 2019. This is
5: 2019. I think those
4: numbers came from 2019.
5: 2019. This is this is okay. the this is the only one in this list I I screwed up. It's 2019. That is correct.
4: Okay, okay. Fox has had its best three-week start to the season ever. Both college game day and Big Noon kickoff are up in terms of viewership numbers. Game Day up 84% from week three last year and 7% from 2019. Big Noon on Fox is up 29% from 2019.
5: That's overall. So I did, I found week specific for Game Day. Overall, Big Noon kickoff is up that much through three weeks. Third
4: of the audience, though. Yeah. Alabama-Florida was the highest-rated SEC on CBS opener since 2013, and it was up 77% from last year's Mississippi State-LSU game and up 59% from 2019's Alabama-South Carolina game. Week three saw increases on every single network Week over week, all of them. Week three had seven games, averaged more than two million dollar, uh, two million viewers, and two million is a pretty good number for a college football game.
5: Yes, that that is a very good. The fact that they had that many at two million plus is very good for the the depth, if you will, of viewership
4: in college football. And oh, by the way, just a little icing on on top, or maybe a cherry on top of the icing. San Jose State and Hawaii played each other last week. You may remember when we were running through the games, and I told you, yeah. this game kicks off at 11.30 Central Time. And it was still almost over when I got home at 2.30 after the late start for the almost uh, two lane game. Kicked off at 11.30 Central Time. That's 12.30 on the East Coast. And had, on average, 260,000 people watching it. That's crazy. Crazy. So why is it happening? Why are all these numbers up? And oh, by the way, the NFL numbers mirror the college numbers. They're just exponentially larger. Yeah. NFL numbers are up across the board as well. But by percentage, college is
5: outperforming the nfl by percentage increase like you said the nfl as far as volume is significantly higher far higher but college football has seen its audience return and increase and that's like the only sport the only thing on television that that is happening to right now
6: there's a difference between football is back and football is back and last year it is tough to watch those games in empty stadiums and and I mean it, it just it it made you think about what all was going on and while the game was going on. You couldn't escape it. Now everybody's back in the stadium, it's full, you're just watching football again and that is something we haven't had since 2019.
4: Was the viewing experience that much different last year for college football? I've talked like about this. I thought the viewing experience for college basketball was a
6: disaster. Yes. It
4: didn't it didn't bother me nearly as much for college football.
6: It bothered me because you when I see a, a game with with not a lot of people in the stands, I think that must be two terrible teams. But you're getting that for Alabama and Georgia and stuff. I mean it's just this is the way it worked. That and the pumped in crowd noise and, and you know The silliness of these guys are out there playing against each other, but they can't shake hands at the end. And the sideline reporter is standing six feet away from the. It's just it was just a pain to watch some of these games last year. Like I don't I don't like to go back and watch the highlights of them.
4: Yeah, no, I normally love the replay of the previous year's games in the summer Mm -hmm. leading up to the start of the season. I couldn't myself watching this year. Yeah. Nope. No, it was like give me something I want to see real football or fifteen. Yeah. Seaspire yeah. text line 601 879 4395. We'd love for you to be a part of the conversation. That's the best way for you to do it. Let Seaspire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at seaspirebusiness.com. Cliff and Greenwood says the cardboard fans were a joke. Agreed. How about this? There is less politics in football this year.
6: Yeah, there are. Is that true? they're just playing the games and talking about the games. We don't have to talk about covid and those things that are happening. You know, the the the, the state flag debate is behind us here and, and you know, the the election is behind us. So yeah, there's a lot less of that this well, year. Well, and there was so much focus on social justice issues last yeah, year. Yeah, well. yeah. And the, those are, you know, for good or bad, they're behind us. We're just we're, if you watch a game now, they're just talking about football. That's yeah, and that that's
5: it right there. There's not even a passing mention anymore. You, you know, Fox with the Wisconsin game to start the season, they they spent five minutes just showing a crowd. I mean, it's not even a, it's not even a mention anymore. Um, the election thing is also interesting. So every, regardless of which one it is, there's always a drop in sports viewership in election years. Always, 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 yep. always. There is always one. And so that coinciding with being on the other side, if you will, I know COVID's still out there, but stadiums are full again, of that. I mean, that was taking people away. It's all-encompassing, for sure. But I want to know why it's an increase over 19 and 18 and so on. I understand if like people were back to normal, but it's not just people are back. They're back, and then some. There's more than there were before that's what I'm most interested in not that the people that were always there left for a little while and are now returning right now it's got people that weren't there before everything went down that are now there that's what's most interesting to me
4: why are they here? I don't know but I'm glad they are yep we have plenty 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 of room on the college football bandwagon come join us you hear? We, we we will welcome these tired and huddled masses.
6: Come, Yearning to be come free. One.
4: Come one, come all. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports joins us next. Winter's time.
8: The Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Richland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. We're looking pretty good this afternoon, except for in Hines County, Lakeland at Ridgewood. The traffic signals are not working properly. Law enforcement on the scene directing traffic, so be mindful as you pass through the intersection. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. Buckle up and drive safe. Enjoy your evening. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
0: Here's the story about one of my favorite customers. Tell me, John. Well, I greeted him, of course, as he came in Junikers and said he was looking for something very special for his wife. Mm-hmm. So I shared with him some of our latest collections, and he selected a gorgeous diamond bracelet. It was an exquisite choice I knew his wife would love. So, of course, I had to ask, what's the occasion? Is this her anniversary, her birthday? <laughs> he just smiled and said, it's Thursday. So just because? Just because. A Good man. Wise man. You see, when it comes to expressing your love, he knew the right time is now. At Juniker Jewelry Company, love is what we do. We're Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With ten times the diamonds, engagement rings, and fine designer jewelry, you'll see in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best prices in the state. And where every day is Thursday. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer, 1485
9: Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com.
19: You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins continued growth. For a free estimate call the Watkins team at 601 or go to nomoreroofleak.com Gulf Seafood Outlet. 5 pound large Gulf shrimp special twenty nine ninety five.
9: Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland just past Lake Harbor Drive 601-790-9407
3: Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better,
0: faster. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Communication system is a Go. go. This, this. Is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly.
4: Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm going to be a part of the conversation you can join us on the ceasefire text line we'd love to hear from you right now though we will go to the Farm Bureau phone line check out favorites.com and go with the home team Mississippi Farm Bureau Lee Sterling Paramount Sports as he always does joins us right now on a Thursday what's up Lee
22: well I'm a lot better today than I was on Sunday afternoon after sitting through the Miami-Michigan State game and then watching the Dolphins game. So <laughs> it was a rough weekend for me as a fan. My clients did well, but uh, rough weekend in uh, Miami sports.
4: Yeah, if you're a South Florida guy, it was not <laughs> great. The uh, The blanking at the hands of the Bills and the blanking at the hands of a shorts-wearing Mel Tucker in Michigan right. State, yeah, not great.
16: Not great. Yeah, but I'm,
22: is, I'm recovered.
4: Is Miami going to make a change, or can they maybe not afford to get uh, I think really. so.
22: No. Yeah. I think what was I mean what was the thought on on Manny Diaz as defensive coordinator when he was there?
4: Mm, mixed reviews. mostly good, I think. Okay. Mostly. Yeah.
22: Cuz it was not good at Texas and you know, I, I talked to some people in Miami and they'll say, "Well, he was a good defensive coordinator before he came head coach." That's not the truth. I mean, Miami had not they have not stopped the good offense since he's been here they in fact they haven't stopped the good offense. You can look this is a crazy stat since probably two thousand four two thousand five. They have not shut down anyone who is good
4: yeah so well, but he's a good looking guy and i don 't know if you know this or not, but his dad was the mayor.
22: Right. No, I know that. Trust me. I
4: <laughs> yeah, just just, just want to make sure you uh, you were aware, Lee. Uh, and it was weird at Mississippi State, right, because he was there and then he left and then he came back for a second stint and then left again. So, right. I, I don't know. Strange, uh, strange times. Yep. Let's talk about some games this week. Actually, before okay. we do that, tell us about Paramount Sports.
22: So, uh, looking to keep rolling here, and I have a promotion this week. It's called the Baker's Dozen. Talked about it before. People love it. It's 13 games from today through Monday night. College and pro, so get a lot of value. We've had some 12-1, 11-2, and 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 10-3 finishes on it. And uh, I also love the UFC card on Saturday night. So what I'm going to do, I've never done this before, for $97 you'll get the Baker's Dozen and my seven selections in the UFC 266 pay-per-view on Saturday night. 20 selections, just $97, ParamountSports.com.
4: Sounds like a winning weekend right there. Ninety-seven bucks, you get the thirteen football games plus the uh, seven selections on the UFC card. Chance for you to make some money this weekend with our guy Lee Sterling. So Lee, let's uh, let's talk about some of these games. Let's start in okay. uh, in Starkville, LSU and Mississippi State. LSU's favored in this game, and there's a lot of head scratching going on, kind of all the way around with these two teams.
22: Yeah, I, I mean at <laughs> Ogeron... You know, could he be one of those coaches that two, three years later is gone? I never thought he was great. He stepped into the right situation. Everything went right for him. But he's got revenge here. So his players, he'll have the full attention of his players. You know, He made the the, the change at, at defensive coordinator. So, no, Bo Pelini. They're not as sophisticated as most teams, um, and they also, uh, you know, have have got to find a way to get to the quarterback. They don't have to worry about the running game. Mississippi State just forty-nine rushing yards here, uh, twenty-two against NC State, so forty-nine against Memphis, twenty-two against NC State, and just six sixty-five against Louisiana Tech. They've got to be better than that here. They need more balance if they want to beat the big boys. I, I don't see it. I, I'm I'm counting on revenge here. Thirty-seven, thirty Tigers.
4: So LSU by a touchdown in Starkville. I think it was you we were talking with last week, Lee, where you talked about Mike Leach not necessarily putting it together in consecutive weeks and actually being better against good teams than average teams. Was that was the right. conversation yeah. that we had last week? Yeah, and then not able, to,
22: not able to put back-to-back good weeks. And so I think he's 10-19 to 19 against his Fred the last 29 games. That's That's not good enough.
4: I wish we were getting Wisconsin-Notre Dame in either Camp Randall or Notre Dame Stadium. Instead, we're getting it Soldier Field. Wisconsin is a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Notre Dame's kind of been playing with fire early in the season. What do you see here?
22: So I can tell you this much. Uh, Notre Dame quarterback Jack Cohn is glad the game's being played in Soldier Field. He does not want to go back to Madison play the game at Camp Randall because he was a starter there two years ago. So he's not the problem. I mean, over 800 passing yards, eight touchdowns. Problem is their offensive line. Another team that lost four out of five starters, like Texas A&M, have not gelled right now. Uh, So uh, numbers don't lie. In the Notre Dame offensive line, uh, just 106 rushing yards per game, 2.9 yards per carry. They ranked 115th out of 130 teams. In fact, they've also surrendered 14 sacks in the three games. And if you think the defense is the reason teams 3-0, probably not the case either. I mean, they're yeah. just barely winning 73rd against the run, 81st against the pass. They even got lucky last week. Purdue, uh, they're up no name, just one touchdown, and the starting quarterback, Jack Plummer, goes out. The top receiver, David Bell, he left the game with an injury. I think Wisconsin may not be able to have a. They don't have a good offense at all, but their defense is number two in the country, and that might be enough here. Badgers,
4: 27-16. Low-scoring game, maybe even a little bit ugly yeah. in uh, in Chicago at Soldier Field. I'm really excited about Texas A&M and Arkansas. This has yeah. traditionally been a really close game. Last year, the Aggies went by 11. The three previous games, they are all one-score games. we got a one-score line here. Texas yeah. A&M favored by 5.5 against the Razorbacks. Semi-neutral site game in Dallas.
22: Yeah, two, two things. That uh, Jimbo's got to fix. Got to fix the offensive line, another team that was dominant last year. Offensive line, controlled games. And he's got to coach up Zach Calzada. Zach Calzada has barely above 50% completion percentage against Colorado and New Mexico. So uh, he's got some work to do there, got some weapons, but. Got to, we're going to find out what kind of uh, quarterback coach he is and offensive coordinator. Arkansas, they may not have the best quarterback in K.J. Jefferson, but he's a pretty good fit for Kendall Briles' offense. They've got some receivers on the outside, Burks, Warren, and Morris that can make some plays here. Sam Pittman, I mean, what he's done, I mean, you talk about Mel Tup- Tucker, Sam Pittman's right there. Uh, he's got his troops buying in. He found some kids in the transfer portal for the defensive line here, and uh Jimbo's failed to cover any of the three games versus Arkansas in Jerry's world. I'm going to call for the stunner. The wrong team is favored. Arkansas knocks off AM And M twenty
4: eight twenty seven. Ooh, man, that'd be fun. That yep. turns out to be the case. That would be so much fun. Give me one NFL game. Let's talk. Let's talk Pats and Saints. The, okay. uh, the Saints were so good in Week One against Green Bay. Injuries may have caught up to him so bad last week against Carolina. Which New Orleans team do we get this week in New England where the uh, the Saints are getting points?
22: You know, I, I still, still think they're missing too many players to play at a high mm-hmm. level. Then also they're missing a bunch of coaches last week. Might get a little bit better this week, you know, but they're out without their defensive linemen. Davenport, their best safety, Lattimore. I just think it's too much. I mean, New England, they're just, just winning at the line of scrimmage. Uh Not really throwing much downfield, but uh, they're coached really well. They're not beating themselves. uh, No interceptions uh, from the quarterback. and That'll keep you in a lot of games. I like New England here. Another low-scoring game,
4: 24-16. All right, so that's enough for uh, for New England to score. Hey, I want to peek ahead to something that's coming up next week. By the way, you can go to ParamountSports.com, Baker's Dozen, for ninety-seven bucks plus Lee's throwing in the uh, the seven card or seven fights that he likes on the UFC card, as well, just ninety-seven dollars. So less than a Benjamin will get you twenty picks for the weekend. ParamountSports.com. We'll want to check that out? Let's play a little game, Lee. You okay. are the uh, you are the handicapper. You are the odds maker. You are setting the line for next Saturday afternoon in Tuscaloosa when Ole Miss visits at Alabama. Where are you putting the number?
22: Think it's going to be oof, a tough one. <laughs> the I think the reality is that Alabama probably going to be something like a. I think they're going to be a fourteen, fourteen and a half point favorite. I think they should only be probably nine and a half, ten.
4: Oh really? You think it should be less than that, but you think actually it'll be a little bit higher, right? Is that just Alabama. like a Bama tax you pay?
22: Say it again. Yeah, the Bama tax. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like the tax you got to play if you're, you know, you're going to play popular teams in the NFL, like the Cowboys a lot. Cowboys, in the NFL it's a little bit less. It's a half point to a point luxury tax. But uh, college football, the Ohio States, the Clemsons, uh, the Georgias, and uh, uh, Alabama. Those teams you just always got to pay, and Oklahoma too. You got to pay a little more.
4: It's going to be interesting to see. We'll certainly talk about that one next week. Lee, always appreciate your time. Okay, take care. Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. Check out his uh, deal this weekend: ninety-seven bucks. Bakers dozen. I think that's probably right. There, there are some sites out there that have got Bama as a seventeen-point favorite. Kind of an early line on this game.
6: I would jump on that if I were you. Jump if on the Plus.
4: If you were interested and so inclined and whatnot. Right, right. I would take Ole Miss Plus 17 easily. You might have to jump in the Red Rocket and head on down to uh, the Sportsbook at Timeout Out Lounge and jump on a yourself. Happen. Good half. Sports Talk, Mississippi. We'll be right back.
9: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 78. Tonight, clear skies and cool, low around 53. You're finally Friday, sunny conditions, high near 80 degrees. Friday evening, mostly clear and cool, low around 56. And a look to Saturday, sunny skies, high near 84. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The best made to order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Goal Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283.
7: lifetime come
0: experience the dynamic energy of one of the most accomplished musicians of our time carlos santana blessings and miracles tour 2021 this sunday brandon amphitheater take a trip through the hits from woodstock to supernatural and a backwards flip into the unknown reserve seat tickets on sale now at ticketmaster.com produced by red mountain entertainment
11: Right, Your- Always score big when you shop your home team, Ridgeland Mitsubishi. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals you'll get on every new Mitsubishi in stock. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now with super low 1.9% APR for 60 months. That's right, 1.9% financing for 60 months on new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlanders. This will save you thousands in finance charges alone, and get a free 55-inch TV on us. Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll buy it at the best possible price, no matter its condition. Worried about your credit? Don't stress. We, we say, say yes. yes. That credit, you're approved. No credit, you're approved. Our team of credit specialists are here to serve you and understand that not everyone is perfect. So come score big with your home team where you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi.
9: With the credit, see deal with details.
14: I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Hancock County man will spend 21 years in prison for the July 2020 shooting of a U.S. Marshal. Agents with the Fugitive Task Force were attempting to execute an arrest warrant at a Gaucher Hotel when Joseph Sanye fired two rounds from a 45 caliber pistol as they entered the room and one round struck an agent in the neck. Sanye was taken into custody while the agent was transported to the hospital. And with the debate over the $3.5 trillion budget bill continuing in Washington, Don Starnes with the NFIB says it faces strong opposition from small business owners.
21: The bill itself goes on a tear of just taking away things like the small business deduction. That's a huge tool for a small business owner in their taxes, increases the effective top capital gains rate, raises the income tax on individuals and the family and businesses,
14: 2.5%. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
0: Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi.
12: Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait?
0: Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your Mississippi team. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't oh, touch that dial. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
4: So Lee made his picks. Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. He had LSU winning 37-30 over Mississippi State. He also had Arkansas. Said wrong team favorite. Arkansas 28-27 over Texas A&M. We obviously will make a couple of picks each
6: tomorrow. One favorite, one underdog. What do you think of of Lee's picks? I mean, I think LSU's going to win, but man, I I don't think it's going to be anywhere near that many points. I think it's going be a low score. yeah I think it's gonna be a low scoring game state's good defensively LSU's good defensively uh, lSUs sort of one dimensional offensively and state is no dimensional offensively at this time so I don't think there'll be a ton of points It's in the 20's Or in the teens uh, lSU could make uh, my my prediction right now I guess I'll go ahead and give it away because it's on the podcast today was uh 31 17 lSU so you don't think particularly close. No, I, I don't have a lot of faith in State's offense to be able to do anything. My question
5: is, how's LSU getting to thirty-one?
6: Uh State makes mistakes. In two well, games sure this year, they've made there's mistakes.
4: A, there's a punt that should be down, and LSU's going to scoop it and
6: what that? it. To the, I mean, L, oh, sorry, LSU or Memphis had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Uh La Tech had a pick six. I mean, State just State has made mistakes. They get a lot of penalties. I just you know, I just don't have a lot of faith in MSU right now.
5: Does time of day factor into this at all? It might be really overblown, but LSU is not used to playing in the morning.
6: No, but I don't think so. I mean, football's football. The guys, when you get out there and the first, first play, when you get hit in the face, you'll wake up. I've seen some teams sleepwalk through some games in the yeah, past. Yeah, I, I know, but... Especially I not I- great coached ones. I can't get behind the idea of Mississippi State finding a lot of offense. I just I just can't.
4: Marshall and Appalachian State tonight on ESPN. App State is a seven-point favorite in that game. The Friday night games uh, are at least the ones of interest. Wake Forest and Virginia. Virginia is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Wake Forest off to a 3-0 and 0 start. They've been pretty good so far. Well, I mean, if you think about it, they really haven't played
5: anybody. I think that you know they beat up on Old Dominion. I think you know Florida State was in there, and so like we're going to find out a lot about Wake Forest on Friday night because so far the
4: schedule has been filled with cupcakes. And they beat the crap out of Florida State, and Florida State is absolutely <laughs> a cupcake right now. They are right you know, now. Look, I mean, here's what you need to know about Florida State, right? So they lose the heartbreaker in overtime to Notre Dame. UAB beat Jacksonville State 31 to nothing at the yeah. Crampton Bowl on a Wednesday night to start the season. And a week and a half later, Jacksonville State beat Florida State.
6: That's all you need to know, right? They're not good. They're just not. They're, they're, they're not good, and they don't seem to be showing the signs of an improving program. Which I'm surprised by. I thought Norvell would get that thing going, but it's just not working.
4: How about Liberty at Syracuse, where Liberty is a six and a half point favorite on Friday night? Yeah,
6: but I mean, they beat them last year, didn't they? I think it was two years ago when they played. Okay, well, I mean, that's so said they've had. Success. I think that was the hospital game, Ben. Or hospital no, they lost you're that right. night. They lost, they lost on hospital. You're, you're game right. Night. You're right, you're right. So, but yeah, I'm saying I, th- I think it was two games. years ago when they played. Liberty's won some games against Power 5. Syracuse is not great. It could happen. Yeah, yeah. they did I struggle it. with Troy. You don't just walk into Troy, Alabama and just get the job done, no no questions asked. Some of the games coming up on Saturday, George
4: is a 35-point favorite at Vanderbilt.
6: Georgia hasn't been great with the huge lines. Well, I mean, they were up 40-6 to last week, and it looks like they were going to cover, and they give up a late touchdown, and it's 40-13. to yeah, And Daniels has been covering. a little banged up. Not covering, so, right.
5: I mean, I can definitely see Georgia just kind of, hey, look, we're going to run the football. We'll throw it a little bit, but we're going to run the football, we're going to shorten this game, we're going to win by five touchdowns, and we're going to move on. Uh,
4: I can definitely see that. Missouri is only a one and a half point favorite at Boston College. And Borky, you were uh, you were saying that uh, Eli Drinkwitz? Yeah, they hashed it out. So so the two of them got together.
5: Eli Drinkwitz uh, kind of went viral for saying that, you know, he wished he didn't have to go play in Boston. That he would rather play, you know, a regional rival or something like that. That he, he you know it doesn't help for recruiting to go play in Boston. So he wishes they weren't playing there. game. Obviously scheduled before he got there. And, you know, the Boston College coach responds and says he got 500 messages of people saying, did you see what Drinkwitz said? And his reply was, well, I wish you would have called me and told me why I'd have taken my team to Columbia. And then Drinkwitz said, you know, I'm being taken out of context. And Boston College's coach said, yeah, it's all good. No big deal. So it got squashed pretty
4: quickly. But is Drinkwitz a big, let me say something inflammatory publicly, and then I'll quickly apologize and go, oh, I didn't mean it that way. Like, like not interested, really, in
6: confrontation guy? Who isn't that way at this point? You know, other than Saban, I guess. But Saban doesn't ever say anything controversial about his opponents. So, Yeah.
4: I think there are coaches out there that don't really care what everybody
6: thinks. A few. See Kiffin,
4: Kala, <laughs> Lane.
6: Yeah, but again, Lane. what is Lane saying about his opponents for the most part? Yeah, I mean he's been talking up Alabama all to everybody to listen. He's trying to rat poison them himself. He had Tulane as uh, an SEC team last week. Also. An SEC team, exactly, exactly. So,
4: yeah. Um, man, there are a bunch of bad games this week. SMU TCU could be fun, maybe. TCU's a nine and a half point favorite there. Texas is a nine-point favorite over Texas Tech. Texas is now entering into the part of its schedule where it gets to play all the conference teams that hate it.
6: I don't know if that we'll matters. We'll see how that goes.
4: Yeah. I mean, uncomfortable, but aren't people going to get tired of that storyline? Maybe not in the within the league. A&M, is down, this line has moved. It's down to four and a half.
6: What was it? Is it was five and, five and half? Half? Well, it's a half. People are point. agreeing with Lee Sterling and, and Brian Haydad. How
4: about Clemson being... And We talked about this a little earlier in the week. Haydad, you've seen one of these teams in person. Clemson just a
6: ten-point favorite. I'm That's watching this game closely. Line. Yeah. NC State. I mean, I know they didn't look good against Mississippi State, but, I mean, as bad as state's been offensively? Clemson has been worse. Clemson has been worse. So... I don't know, man, that NC State could find a way in that one. I don't know if they will or not, but they could. And it's in Raleigh. Yeah.
4: Pretty decent home field advantage. But
6: Devin Leary be a has, beehive,
4: yeah. Yeah, Devin Leary's got better passing numbers than DJ Uyangalale. Do you see Dabo
5: taking the field basically by himself in the Georgia Tech that, game? Really weird. So you know how they do the running down the hill thing at Clemson? They take the buses from the locker room around the stadium, right, run right, down right. the hill, touch the rock, all that. So, the coach is traditionally in front, and yeah, you know he runs down the hill with his team. But he tells the team when to go, and he just kind of runs with them like every coach does. Some of them don't even run with their team; they just kind of walk. But whatever. Dabo gives the signal and just takes off running and and just sprints down the hill into the into the fifty yard line without his team behind him by himself. The stadium is like cheering for Dabo by himself, running like Forrest Gump to the 50 without his football team behind him. Just leaves them behind when they're supposed to take the field. It's bizarre.
6: It's really, it's really, it's really odd. So it why really did they odd. not come? Were they making
4: a, a deal, or was it like, go to the 50, I'll go to the 50 and wait for you? No, he just got out ahead that. of them. And he just tuck just, off sprinting as fast
5: I mean,
6: as
4: his little legs could go.
6: If you're, you're in foot, full football gear coming down that hill, you got to be a little careful, man. A uh, trip and you're going to break seven people's legs. But and there's a bump in it running. too, where Dabo just takes off running.
4: Where,
5: yeah, they, like I don't know if you notice, they they will take their time a little bit down the hill and then jump off the bump and then they're good. Yeah. There, there's yeah. a little bump in the hill. And so yeah. the players are taking their time, and there goes Dabo. I'm telling you, he looks like Forrest Gump, just full sprint a, by there's himself. There's a Forrest Gump video
6: of it now. So, no team with him,
5: and then you know they go and score
6: seven points against Georgia Tech. What was funny about you saying that about the coaches getting out in front? You know, with State, they have the uh, the 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 door like a garage door, right? It opens up, and that's what the first thing you see. And when Morehead was there, he was always standing there with his captains ready to go out. Now it's just the team, and Leach just wanders out about two minutes behind them. Just, not part of that. Yeah. Sneaky good game
4: in Memphis this weekend. You may roll your eyes about this. UTSA, the Roadrunners, and Memphis. Memphis just a three-point favorite in this game. Both of them off at the 3-0 and starts. Perhaps a spot in the top twenty five, waiting for the
5: winner of that game, maybe. The Roadrunners went to Brett Bielam's
4: Champaign, Illinois and won a game. They did.
6: That's true. That's true.
4: They absolutely did. Hey, Louisville's daunting schedule is looking a little better. Right, they got Florida State now, and Florida State's a disaster as Louisville tries to get to three and one. UCF is now without Dylan Gabriel. They've uh th- they won that one last week. And then they they're jumping into ACC play and ACC play is not exactly a, uh, a murderer's row right now. We'll see how it ends up for uh for Louisville. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm more coming up with you after this.
8: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Starting to see minor congestion build. 20 eastbound at the stack as well as 20 eastbound at Highway 475 in Rankin County. Up in Madison County looking for minor delays. 55 northbound just before Highway 16. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217.
19: Rogers-Dabs Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers-Dabs Fleet. Call the Rogers-Dabs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226. Or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers-Dabs Chevrolet. Find new roads.
0: for us on
2: Facebook.
7: Comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from CSpire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services—you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. CSpire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cspire.com/business.
23: To Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
16: Okay, what we do next? Keep it
22: moving, buddy.
0: You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. Triple Eight 808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi.
16: Away.
4: What do you say? Sanderson Farms Championship begins next week and now is your chance to win a pair of tickets to one of the premier golf tournaments in the South. Be the 10th person to send a message to the C Spire text line 601-879-4395 with this key phrase to win a pair of tickets. The key phrase today is birdie. Be listening to Sports Talk Mississippi all week for your chance to win tickets to the 2021 Sanderson Farms Championship, and we will be there. We will be there Wednesday and Thursday of next week, so the day before the tournament and then the uh, opening round of the tournament as well. Going to be a great field on the heels of the Ryder Cup. Sergio is confirmed to be back uh, again this year. You guys had, uh, had Steve Gent yesterday. Good conversation with him, Morton.
5: Oh yeah, it was great. Uh, especially excited about having fans back, and unless you are indoors, which is hard to do when you're at a golf tournament, you know, restriction free, which is uh, which is always nice. Uh, really strong field. I mean, Sergio's back after winning last year. Webb Simpson's in it now. I mean, you've got major champions, well-known names, guys with Mississippi ties. Not buttering them up. I mean, every year since I've been here, the field gets a little bit better every year.
4: It really does. Oh, there's no question. It, it's gotten a little better. and They've done such a good job running the uh, the tournament, and so uh, it's going to be really, really cool. So you lot, we
5: determined by the in. way that we want Sergio in the Ryder Cup to play really, really well and feel okay. really good about himself and win all of his matches in a loss for Europe. That's what we decided. You and you and Steve decided that yeah, together that, uh, because I asked him, you know, who, who he wants to win, and he he was being diplomatic because, of course, he wants to recruit those players to his tournament. But we've got one, and it's Sergio, and so we want want the Americans to win. But the marquee name in next week's Sanderson, we want him to be in good form. You know,
4: I believe we have a winner. The uh, tenth person: one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven eight nine. Somebody went with Barbie. I don't know. I went out. with Barney. And then the alternate spelling of Birdie, where you just went with uh, Y as opposed to IE. Got a, gotten a few of those. So uh, we do have a winner on the Seaspire text line. You can also be a part of the show on the Seaspire text line at six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Borky will text you and uh, get your information. We'll let you know how you can get your tickets. For the Sanderson Farms Championship, and obviously you can buy tickets as well. It's going to be a great weekend of golf. Uh, if we could get the weather that we've had for the last couple of days next weekend, ooh, how good would that be? Have you looked at the forecast yet? I know it's a week and a half out. Maybe, maybe not worth doing that
6: uh, just yet. So, um, yeah, don't Sanderson don't Farms it. Championship. Say what? Don't taunt it. You know, just. Just wake up in the morning, whatever the uh, the weather is, it is. Yeah. Don't start asking for anything.
4: It's been really, really good the last couple of mornings. You get out, bright yes. blue skies, sunshine, and all that nip in the air. It's been pretty good in this weekend in uh, Starkville, isn't it?
6: Oh yeah, supposed to be. If it's assuming nothing happens between now and then, should be just like it's been. You know that 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 hint of fall in the air. It was more of a more than a hint this morning. I, I feel you.
4: Did you even wear a um, jacket this morning, Hayden? No, no. no. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, you didn't get up to like eleven. <laughs> I don't even know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of warmed up by then. Uh, Saturday in Starkville. Shut up. There you go. High of 81 and sunny in Starkville on Saturday. Yeah. Huh? think that helps the crowd a little bit too. You you're, you were convinced yeah. the crowd was not going to be very good.
6: Just mm-hmm. absolutely spectacular weather. Maybe that makes a little bit of a difference. Great weather. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Big recruiting weekend for state. A lot, of, a lot of top prospects on campus. So a big crowd would probably be helpful in that regard, but we'll see.
16: Yeah.
4: Florida and Tennessee kick at six on ESPN. Florida's a 19 point favorite in that game. Six o'clock game in the Big Ten. Michigan State only a five point favorite at home against Nebraska. Does that feel fishy? Michigan State's been playing good football. What a
5: snoozer of a nightcap. And it's college football. You'll get something crazy, probably. But as far as appointment, man, i got to sit down and watch
4: that one. Would you rather watch Nebraska, Michigan State, or Kentucky, South Carolina?
6: Kentucky, South Carolina's been an interesting series the past few years. South Carolina's had the upper hand there, so... They're on upset alert, I guess. If we're
5: being honest,
6: Kentucky's kind of looked like crap. Yeah, you could get something there. Or, you know, like we were setting up for Florida-Kentucky next week, two undefeated teams. Could be an interesting game. Well, not undefeated. I guess Florida's at the one loss, but still. Yeah.
4: Southern Miss and Alabama, that line's holding steady with Alabama as a 45-point favorite in the game. North Carolina is at Georgia Tech. just i mean like i'm digging i'm digging trying to find the good games i mean espn's got all Arizona zero and 3 at oregon 3 and 0 oregon a 28 and a half point favorite and you got late night 1 and 2 colorado at 2 and 1 arizona state sports talk mississippi college football fixes next
20: this is a Fox News alert. I'm Steve Rappaport. A CBC advisory panel in a series of votes recommends a coronavirus vaccine booster shot for millions of people. The first to recommend the Pfizer booster for age 65 and up was a
0: unanimous yes. The second for ages 50 to 64 with underlying conditions was approved by a 13 to 2 vote. The closest was the third option, approved 9 to 6, to allow booster shots on the basis of individual
20: benefit and risk for ages 18 to 64. Fox's Gernal Scott. The Biden administration's special envoy to Haiti, Daniel Foote, has resigned.
13: His resignation comes after images surface of Border Patrol on horseback with reins that look like whips reportedly mistreating Haitians.
20: Fox's Rachel Sutherland, the Department of Homeland Security, says it will no longer use horse patrols in Del Rio. America is listening to Fox News.
0: This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030.
4: This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy pork beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse,
9: East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030.
2: Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland.
14: I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As lawmakers work on potential medical marijuana legislation, Speaker of the House Philip Gunn told Paul Gallo on Super Talk that the law would prohibit such things as marijuana edibles, packaged to entice children.
15: Looks like Skittles or M&M's yeah. or anything be, else. If you're doing a lollipop, there's gonna exactly. be a lollipop. And, and, and there are the there way. are there are provisions in the bill that prohibit packaging that would be misleading. I mean it's medical, so you've got to have a medical medical card. You got to go see a doctor and the doctor has to prescribe it.
14: If both chambers agree on the language of potential legislation, the governor says he could call a special session. And there is some good news on the COVID front. The CDC reports that the mu variant's presence is steadily decreasing and is causing very few cases in the United States. It was once considered a variant of interest. Health officials are contributing the decline to an increase in vaccinations. Stephen Gagliano, Talk Mississippi News.
11: don't text and
9: drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation.
10: The 2021 Sanderson Farms Championship tees off next week
14: from the Country Club of Jackson. Executive Director Steve Gent says that even with a minor delay,
20: the final details are coming together. Tropical Storm Ida put us back about a day, day and a half, so everything on the golf course should be ready by Friday. It's meeting with tour officials, it's finalizing the field by Friday.
5: Really kind of all that just dot in the I's, crossing the T's. The tournament field is headlined by reigning
14: champion Sergio Garcia. And the roof of the Superdome in New Orleans caught fire Tuesday, but it was won't impact their game on October 3rd. Matt Napolitano with Fox has more.
5: At least one person suffered minor burns when a fire broke out on the roof of the Caesars Superdome Tuesday. Officials say the fire appears to have stemmed from a section of the arena's roofing called the Gutter Tub as workers have been painting and power washing the venue ahead of the New Orleans Saints' first true home game of the season on October 3rd against the New York Giants.
14: The Saints have been displaced and are having to practice in the Dallas-Fort Worth area since Hurricane Ida. Steven Gagliano, Supertalk, Mississippi
21: News.
13: Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on ninety-seven point three Super Talk Jackson. I listen to that work. That
0: work sports talk Mississippi sports talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo?
13: Yes, sir.
4: clock hour with you on sports talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm i know you're just waiting on the edge of your seat Ryder cup friday foursomes have been announced hey dad can't wait to get to that it's coming up in uh just a little bit maybe we can uh, if we can get to that college football fix just around the corner as well but right now we go to the farm bureau phone line check out favorites.com and go with the home team mississippi farm bureau david cobb joins us from cbssports.com, covers college football there. David, when you look at the slate of games this week, is it, uh, is it a snoozer for you, or do you fall into the camp of we only get 13 of these Saturdays in the regular season and they're all good?
18: Well, you know, I, I kind of thought last week might be a snoozer, and, and it turned out to be, in my mind, another good Saturday of college football. I think last year it was so disappointing and fell so far short of what we are used to in college football that this year to me every week just seems kind of like Christmas so it's maybe you know it's not as glorious as the week one slate you know by any means but uh, I like that Wisconsin Notre Dame game obviously Texas a and Arkansas is fun as well and then um you know the evening slate isn't loaded, but who knows? Maybe West Virginia, Oklahoma uh, will be interesting. I'm sure there will be you know a surprise at some point during the evening.
4: You mentioned the Aggies and the Hogs. Let's jump into that matchup a little bit. That's one that I'm intrigued with, and I feel like that's kind of becoming a trendy pick for uh, Arkansas, who is a uh, you know, four and a half point underdog at uh, at this point to uh, perhaps pull the upset. It really is incredible how well that team is playing for Sam Pittman. He seems to get it. He's where he wants to be. It, it just feels like the perfect fit there in Fayetteville.
18: Oh, uh, it sure does. Uh, he's at that stage in his career where he's not going to be looking to jump and, and go somewhere else. Um, you know, I hope he doesn't own a motorcycle. I, I don't. I can't confirm if he does or not. Uh, but, I, yeah, he, he's the perfect fit there because of the way you have to play, you know, at Arkansas to be successful, you know, and he understands that better than anybody given his background as an offensive line coach. So uh, it seems like those players love him. It seems like he's established a relationship with that fan base uh, really, really quickly. Uh, so it's it's been fun to see that because Arkansas is one of those uh, teams that you can easily forget about in the SEC, especially in that division, as you guys well know how tough it is. And no, they've been a bottom feeder now for, you know, several years. And uh, when they're calling the hogs though, and that place is, um, you know, really at its best, it's, it's pretty elite in terms of an atmosphere. And so uh, it's been fun to see, uh, but man, they've got a murderer's row, uh, murderers row coming up with, with obviously A&M this week. And then uh, at Georgia, at Ole Miss um, and Auburn, you know, all coming up without a buy anywhere in there. So it's, going to be a tough stretch here Uh, we're going to see you know if these Razorbacks are for real
4: are you buying them
18: I am I actually think that they'll beat Texas A&M on Saturday because I haven't been impressed with A&M since Haynes King uh, their quarterback was injured Um, the backup Zach Calzada was very ineffective against Colorado and uh, he was fine against New Mexico last week but that was New Mexico and Arkansas's defense is uh, one of the best in the country and forces a lot of turnovers and I'm just not convinced that Texas A&M can score more than you know 14 points in this game.
4: David, we've talked a little bit about this and certainly are not predicting the demise of Alabama or of Clemson or of Ohio State or anybody. But I think Michael Borky used the the best phrase: "There's nobody that." I think the way he described it was everybody has flaws. Like You you look at Alabama last week, and they don't look as infallible as they have at times. Clemson, obviously, is having trouble scoring. Ohio State can't stop anybody. Is this the year where somebody new ends up at the party that we haven't seen at the end of the year in, in terms of the four teams that are in the playoff? Or when it all shakes out, does this thing just go chalk and we end up with the same old usual suspects?
18: Uh, it's interesting. This, I've been asked that a couple of times this week, and I, I think we're going to end up with somebody new. I just don't know that that Clemson can do it because even if they do run the table, the caliber of victories that they're going to have on their resume are going to be so lacking. I mean, I think Cincinnati could end up with a better resume than Clemson, even if Clemson wins out, because that, that would mean that, that Cincinnati will have beaten Indiana on the road and Notre Dame on the road. Um, and probably beating somebody in the AAC title game who's just as good or better than Clemson might play in the ACC title game. So I'm not, I'm not sure I see a path for Clemson. I mean, there is one, but the margin for error on it is, is, is quite small. So, you know, I might have thought that A&M would be a, a team that, that uh, made its first playoff appearance. I'm, I'm kind of out on the Aggies now unless Haynes King can come back and, and be electric. Um, but I like Penn State. I like Iowa. Penn State's been knocking on the door for a long time uh, to get in that playoff, and and they've grown really familiar with finishing you know somewhere between five and ten. And I think they've got a real shot, you know, to beat Ohio State this year. Granted, that that game is on the road, uh, but you know what? Ohio State's already lost at home once this season, so uh, I wouldn't put it past the Nittany Lions uh, to to find a way to squeeze in there.
4: That Penn State-Iowa game is uh, a couple of weeks away. That's uh, October 2nd, so not this weekend, but next weekend. Is that an elimination game, perhaps?
18: Yeah, maybe. Uh, That's a good way to look at it. Um, And and it's a huge resume boost for whoever wins it. So um, I I think, you know, I don't know that I see either of those teams going undefeated. So, yeah, it probably is, you know, an elimination game um, because I think with Penn State, you know, maybe if they beat Iowa – Lose to Ohio State and the Buckeyes, you know, slip up somewhere else. I don't know. Maybe there's still a path for Penn State. I'm not sure, but but yeah, I would I would look at that as, as an elimination game of sorts. I mean, right now it's it's you know, if the polls hold, it would be number five versus number six. Um, and honestly, you know, I think you might have to put the winner of that game uh, into the top four of the polls, depending on what happens. Uh, especially if it's uh, Penn State, because you know they already have a road win over. Uh, Wisconsin, and if, if they knock off Iowa as well uh, on the road, um, that would give them victories over the two best teams at the Big Ten West.
4: We get a message on uh, on our Ceasefire text line that says, Ole Miss might just get in there when it's all said and done. There's such a long way to go in the season. Ole Miss has not played a conference game yet. The next conference game is in Tuscaloosa. At what point do you start looking at Ole Miss beyond just, hey, this is a good team that's going to end up in a good bowl game and start looking at them as uh, as a contender. I, probably we should say in the SEC before we start talking about in the, the college football playoff.
18: Well, yeah, I mean you can't rule them out yet through three games. That's for sure. Uh, they're in that category of teams that you can't cross off the list. Um, you know what? And I've already crossed off uh, Iowa State. Um, you know, a team that we thought would be uh, a potential contender. I've already crossed off Wisconsin, a team that you know we thought might be in the mix. North Carolina, same way. Uh, a lot of teams. Have kind of already, or at least a few teams, have kind of taken themselves out of the conversation with losses. Uh, Old Miss has not done that. They've looked really good. Uh, I mean, Louisville, I think, was probably the only one of those first three that you looked at and thought maybe there was a chance they could they could get beat, uh, but they handled business there. Uh, I think I'll, I'll. I think everybody uh, is looking towards next Saturday on CBS uh, at Alabama uh, rematch of last year's uh, you know just absolute uh, offensive fire fest, and so uh i'm really excited for that game um i mean i think everybody is and if almost wins that one you have to you have to have that conversation uh there's, there's no way around it at that point because it'll catapult them you know into the top 10 it'll it'll cat- certainly catapult them ahead of clemson and ohio state and honestly uh and somehow they were to pull that one off in tuscaloosa i mean it they should probably be a top five team
4: yeah what do you make of, of Matt Corral? I know you wrote about him after the uh, the season opener against Louisville. He has kind of jumped to the uh, either all by himself or right there tied at the top of the Heisman odds. We, we know that there are a couple of things that factor in, right? You got to be on a team that wins a bunch of good games, and you got to put up staggering offensive numbers. If he stays healthy, it feels like the offensive numbers piece is going to be there. And then the question is, would Ole Miss win enough?
18: Yeah, I mean he's got a shot um, with with some of these. You know, I think entering the season, we just sort of uh, were regurgitating the same sort of tired uh, teams and their quarterbacks as the you know Heisman contenders. And uh, maybe Corral didn't quite get his, his due diligence in the preseason there, but the numbers are just going to be unbelievable. I mean they they already are. I mean Ole Miss, what they're doing offensively is just dwarfing anything else that anyone else you know that's being done in the SEC. Uh, in, a, in a yards uh, perspective, I mean, I know obviously you know Leach and his group are putting up crazy yards, but um, you know the, the way that Corral is doing it with some of the downfield passing, it, it's a lot different uh, yeah. than the way that some other teams get their yards. And it's it's a, a it's a testament. I think the fact that we're talking about Matt Corral as a potential Heisman Trophy winner is a testament to Lane Kiffin. Uh, because I watched Matt Corral play in 2019 uh, under the previous staff, and and he was a fine quarterback, but he was nowhere nowhere near uh, you know this stratosphere, and and you know it took some creativity to watch him play that year and and see that this was even in him, you know potentially, yeah. and you know well, that's, a that's starter what for the entire done. season. Yeah,
4: it's yeah. Uh, it it's certainly has been interesting like to uh, to watch it unfold. David, good visiting with you. Hope we can do it again soon.
18: Yeah, absolutely.
4: Thanks for having me. That's David Cobb from CBS Sports joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We'll take a timeout. College Football Fix is next.
8: the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Have an accident causing delays 55 southbound at Pearl Street. Expect delays. Also seeing delays northbound on Lakeland between Flowood and East Metro Parkway. This update is brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your auto, home, boat, and more. Also take advantage of their free check-in and mobile deposit capture at River Trust Federal Credit Union.
9: Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glykstead or online at bennelson.com.
13: Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com.
21: This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmers' market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best to. In town, Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the south. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's Office Landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is. Callaway's
13: is.
0: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah.
4: We're back to finish our conversation with David Cobb from CBS Sports, but it's time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. If you haven't done it, it's time to give it a try. Get behind the wheel and test drive a 2021 Ford F-150. Smart, tough, and built to get the job done. You can drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. I love that music. So, a long thread of tweets from Ross Dellinger yesterday. And more than anything, it's breaking down the, with a lot of charts and a lot of graphs, the differences of opinion between all the different constituencies that are involved in college athletics. Presidents, athletics directors, coaches, players at all levels of the sport, Division 1, Division 2, and Division 3. They had an NCAA Constitution survey and have released the results. The majority of Division 2 and Division 3 administrators believe that no governance structure change is needed that the NCAA is serving the interests of their programs in a way that makes sense to continue forward as is. However, over two-thirds of Power Five administrators believe that a governance change is needed and suggestions include, one, a Power Five breakaway from Division One. And two, an FBS breakaway from NCAA oversight. But then the disagreement starts on how it should look and who should have the power. He, uh, he put together a chart, Ross did, and highlighted some things in the chart. Competitive equity was one of the categories. Is there balance? conference commissioners at the division 1 level in terms of agreeing strongly or disagreeing their votes came in at 45%. however student athletes at the division 1 level believed it was far far more important than conference commissioners did. 89% of the student athletes at the division 1 level think that there needs to be work done to make the overall playing field more level? How about a recommendation for a bigger role for athletics directors and conference commissioners with a smaller role for school presidents and a remade overall board of governors? Probably makes some sense, right? Because you have people who are involved in college athletics On a daily basis, it's what their focus is every day. They're not worried about the faculty senate. They're not worried about the biology department. They're not worried about the business school. They're not worried about the sociology program. They are focused simply on student-athletes on a daily basis, whereas presidents have to focus on all of those other things, faculty relationships, fundraising. And athletics is just a subset of what they do on a daily basis. Problem is, that means school presidents would have to give up the power that they have over college athletics in its current state. Should university presidents cede some of their power? Another chart. with the whole agree or strongly agree? At the president chancellor level, 83% of them still believe that the presidents should maintain the power, while only 52% of the athletics directors believe that presidents should maintain the power. So there's a lot there and a lot to unpack. Maybe, one, what do you take away from this? And two, is it good that these conversations are actually happening? And three,
6: is it going to lead to change? I think everything right now is leading to change. It feels like it, 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 we're just on the precipice of, of even bigger changes than we've seen even in the past you know, 12 months, and we've seen some big ones. So, yeah, I think it will lead to change. Does it make sense? I always feel like this stuff is like way over my head, but just on the surface it seems to make sense to even a guy like me.
4: We'll talk with um, we'll talk with Mark Keenum tomorrow, and maybe this is something to ask him about because he is he is a university president that is very plugged in on the athletic side. I would say much different than some of his counterparts in college athletics. We'll ask whether he believes that presidential oversight should be at the forefront of decisions about college athletics. Or if maybe some of that power should be ceded to athletics directors. I'll be interested to hear what uh, what he's got to say about that. And we'll see how much farther he'll go down the road with us. Um, as chairman, chairman or president of the board of managers for the college football playoff, he's uh, heavily involved in the possibility of playoff expansion. And he told us when we talked with him back in the late spring, early part of the summer, that we didn't need to move too quickly with the idea that playoff expansion was going to happen right away. That they were going into the listening phase. That all of the constituencies were going to have the opportunity for feedback. Despite all of us rubber stamping the 12-team playoff idea, and let's start it next year. There were a lot of people said, said, nah, just hang on. Hang on for yeah. a little while
6: got to do your research that's 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 the uh that's the slogan of 2021
4: t-spire text line really appreciate brian acting like he's just a regular joe here and is not
6: paid to cover college athletics i'm paid to cover the the games man the the behind the scenes stuff the stuff that works with the universities buddy i'm not your guy
4: borky i know you dug into this stuff pretty heavily and we're fascinated by some of what came from this series of tweets and these stories from Ross Dellinger. What did you take away from it? I I do find it... uh,
5: I find it an inevitability, and I don't know exactly how it's going to look like, but, but that's really what this comes down to. What you're going to find, though, I think is a disconnect between desire and action. So... Most everybody agrees that athletic directors should be making the decisions for athletics and university presidents and chancellors, with all due respect to them, those that have PhDs in French literature and mathematics or whatever the heck, probably shouldn't have anything to do with the athletic side of things. Here's the problem, though. Those are people that sit in positions of power. Athletics directly impacts their university. And even though they have no business making decisions for the overall movement of athletics, you're really going to convince those people to vote themselves out of how, uh, having power in these situations? <laughs> That's not usually
4: how it works, is it? Not That's really not how, how this works. goes down, no. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I talked to a couple of people that were involved with the, uh, the SECAD meetings that happened... Oh, I think it was the third week of August. They all went off-site. It was the first time in a couple of years that they had been together. And the, the tone of those meetings from the, the multiple people that I've talked to about them were, was that it was heavy. Like, there's a lot happening, and college athletics is changing fast. Really, really fast. The problem is, it doesn't appear as if there's any way to slow it down. Whether you're talking about transfer portal issues, or you're talking about name, image, and likeness, or you're talking about lawsuits that are making it all the way to the Supreme uh, Supreme Court level, whether you're talking about declining attendance, whether you're talking about coaching salaries that are just absolutely, at least from a university perspective, out of control, there's a lot that's happening in the world of college athletics. Conference realignment, I didn't even mention that one. Expanded playoff. And there's a lot that's on the plate of these administrators all across the country. And depending on the neighborhood in which you live, it really kind of colors how you how you look at the, the whole deal. I think if you're a member of the SEC, you feel like you're in the, the right place. That whatever changes come along, you're going to be able to handle them. That financially you're equipped to handle better than just about anybody else. And that whatever happens, probably it's still going to have you at the top. But even administrators across the SEC are nervous right now. And nobody knows exactly what the future is going to look like. Sports Talk Mississippi will continue with you right after this, streaming online at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com.
9: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 78. Tonight, clear skies and cool, low around 53. You're finally Friday, sunny conditions, high near 80 degrees. Friday evening, mostly clear and cool, low around 56. And a look to Saturday, sunny skies, high near 84. This weather brought to you by No-Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No-Drip difference is all about. No-Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
16: Mississippi's health care system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic,
3: like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Ryan Wilson, veteran
7: paramedic. In my role as a paramedic over the years, I've always appreciated the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance's respect for paramedics and the role we play in achieving optimal survival for patients in an emergency. Right now, paramedics are needed urgently statewide. With the comprehensive training programs offered at area community colleges, you can learn life-saving skills and so much more. Seasoned paramedics like me and newcomers find it very rewarding to help people in immediate need. If you want a job that's dynamic and highly valued in our health care system, I urge you to become a paramedic. There's never been a more critical time to become one of Mississippi's healthcare care heroes. You, too, can make a difference on the front lines of emergency care.
3: The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit MSHealthcareAlliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training.
11: Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk, Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's Handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon.
14: I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As lawmakers work on potential medical marijuana legislation, Speaker of the House Philip Gunn told Paul Gallo on Super Talk that the law would prohibit such things as marijuana edibles, packaged to entice children.
15: Looks like Skittles or MMs yeah. or anything. If, else. if you're doing a lollipop, there's exactly. gonna be a lollipop and and, and there the are there are there are provisions in the bill that prohibit packaging that would be misleading. I mean it's medical, so you've got to have a medical Card. You got to go see a doctor, and the doctor has to prescribe it. If both
14: chambers agree on the language of potential legislation, the governor says he could call a special session. And there is some good news on the COVID front. The CDC reports that the Mu variant's presence is steadily decreasing and is causing very few cases in the United States. It was once considered a variant of interest. Health officials are contributing the decline to an increase in vaccinations. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News.
0: It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Supertalk app and Supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Supertalk Mississippi. Believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Right here on Supertalk Mississippi.
4: pairings at the Ryder Cup it's been a while you need a reminder the format alternate shot in the mornings four ball in the afternoons which means everybody plays their own ball and then you take the best score from each player on each team all of it's match play and then Sunday is uh, 12 singles matches everybody that is on a team plays in a singles match on Sunday Here's how they're going to roll it out tomorrow morning at Whistling Straits. By the way, as an aside before we get to that, streaming on Peacock to uh, to start things out? I get what these streaming companies are doing, but is that the best plan? In the era of everybody's distracted,
5: you want as few hoops to jump through as possible to see your product. Going to be accessible, not inaccessible.
6: That said, I do wonder how many subscriptions Peacock picked up a few weeks ago when Notre Dame was down in the fourth quarter to Toledo.
4: Yeah, you may be onto something there. I, I may have misspoken. It looks like Golf Channel has got coverage beginning at 7 o'clock Central. So, and they'll have, you know, live from leading up to it. So, I was reading somewhere that Peacock was the way that you were going to get it early. Um uh, so it, it's Peacock in addition to Golf Channel and NBC. Okay, that's better. That that makes way more sense. Forgive me for being critical. I read something wrong earlier. So here's what you got. 7:05 Central Time start tomorrow. John Rahm and Sergio for the Europeans against Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. That's a really good European team. Sergio is one of the best Ryder Cup players of all time. John Rahm, arguably the best player on the planet, even though he did not win Player of the Year. He's had a heck of a year. He has had a heck of a year. And then close friends, Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. I think they complement each other pretty well in an alternate shot format. Pairing number two. Paul Casey and Victor Hovland for the Euros against DJ and Colin Murakawa. And I don't know that that's immediately the pairing that I would have gone with, but the more that I've thought about it, the more I like it. If DJ's hitting it straight, you know he's a bomber off the tee. And you have the best iron player on planet Earth in Colin Murakawa. That's a good pairing for the United States. And similar mindsets, temperaments. They they seem like, uh, although DJ, I mean, he
5: he might as well have an empty space inside of his skull sometimes. Uh, They're they're both really low-key guys. You know, don't talk much, not a whole lot of emotion, just kind of
4: relaxed and chilled. I like that pairing. Lee Westwood and Matthew Fitzpatrick. This is at 837. Ooh. Against, uh, I'm sorry, 737. Yeah. Central. Against Brooks Kepka and Daniel Berger. Big time. Hey, Dad, I think you said earlier to me something along the lines of would you shut up? Something along Go those line. lines. Use your aggressive feelings. Ah. And then the last group Patrick Cantlay coming off the tour championship win and Xander Schauffele against Rory and the American nemesis Ian Poulter. I love I'm thrilled for this match. Because when you
5: look at it, Ian Poulter, you want to talk about how good they are in Ryder Cups for whatever reason. If Ian Poulter played every week like he played in the Ryder Cup, he'd be the greatest player to ever live, Tiger included. I mean, he's just special in these international events for some reason. And Can'tlay arguably the hottest player right now, and Shaw-Flee yep. did win a gold medal in an Olympic competition recently. So you've got, I mean, and always around the top of the leaderboard at majors. Yeah. So I, it seems like Rory Poulter is their best pair at least in the morning alternate shot, as far as current form and what they usually do in Ryder Cups. So, countering it with our hottest player and our best international right now, it's
4: pretty solid. So, you like Rory and Poulter better than John Rom and Sergio? I think so. I mean, the it, Europeans? they're both good. I, I'm also giving Poulter a lot
5: of credit for past international play. As far as like skills to win a tournament, if this was not the Ryder Cup this week, of course it's the first two. But Poulter's just a menace in
4: these. Yeah. Hey now, will you watch any of that in the morning? Not a lot on TV when you uh, when you roll out of the sack.
6: No, seems un
4: seems unlikely.
6: I don't
4: know, man. the The atmosphere surrounding the first tee on the opening day of the Ryder Cup—if it kind of doesn't make the hair on the back of your neck and on your forearms stand up just a little bit—I mm-hmm. have to wonder if uh, perhaps you're
6: a communist. Man, no, a lot speaking. Speaking of that, I'll be up early on Saturday morning to watch Chelsea and Man City. So, are you sure you're American? You know, I'll let you know when I get to the airport in a couple weeks how they treat me, and we'll see how that goes. Jeez, man, when the (laughs) I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful my random selection streak will continue. Wait, do
4: you get randomly selected every time you fly? Every time.
6: Passenger, hi, Dad. And, and you just got to raise your hand, like, "Hey, it's me, uh, That's man. me. How you doing? I'm registered Republican, you know. Yeah. Are that, you? Huh? Oh, back when I back in the my, my more politically active days, yeah, in Warren County. And so then how does that scene not get you fired up? When
5: They pack the stands around the first tee before the sun rises. It is dark in the morning when they pack that out, and those people are just pounding mimosas all morning. And as the sun is rising off in the distance, Bunky Perkins. they sing the Star-Spangled Banner as the sun is rising and they get their first shot of sun rays. How does that not get your juices flowing?
6: I'll, I'll pay attention on Sunday if they're like, you know, Gonna win. I'll tune in for a little bit of that, but beyond that, eh. Nah. you're missing out. I mean, I may very well be, but it's. Just what time does Chelsea it. play Saturday morning? Six thirty a.m. You're gonna get up for the start of that? Yeah, I'll be. I'll, I'll watch the whole game and then head to the uh, then head over to to Davis Wade. What happens if it goes to extra time? There is no extra time yeah. in the regular season, or just be a draw. Oh, that's right. Yes, I,
4: I knew that. Yeah. So you're down for two hours and then boom, you're done. On the old regular season soccer matches. Uh, well, ninety
6: minutes, but yeah. Yes, but they do take a break between the two halves. Well, yeah, but I mean from an actual game time, yeah. And there's a yes. little bit
4: of stoppage time at the end, so yes. Yeah. Thank you there.
6: I, I, I'm. will I'll be out of
4: my
15: house hours. by eight forty-five.
6: About eight forty-five, I should be in the car.
15: There you go. There you
6: go. Forky, you
4: waking up early to watch it? Well, I mean, you'll be up anyway. Yeah, I'm up at that time, so absolutely.
6: He's been yeah. up for three hours at that point. Yeah. 5.45 this morning. Whoa. I've had to do the late night thing this week, kind of getting ready for football uh, yeah. on Saturday. Today's so. the first day I, I slept to my normal time. I've had stuff to do every other What is your week, normal night. time? 7.30. Yeah. But I'm just earlier. Previous three. Good, good, previous good, three
4: days. Good work if you can get it.
6: I, mean, I guess. It doesn't feel like it's that that you know that that doesn't feel like I'm I'm waking up at like the crack of noon or something. It's not like my college days or anything. David in Oxford says Richard flexing his
4: soccer knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> hey Dad, we'll be up Saturday morning to start grilling and drinking for the state game. Nah.
6: <laughs> no,
4: Hey Dad's a closet old Miss fan. He probably doesn't even eat gravy on his country fried steak.
6: I take offense to that. To both to both of those statements, I get extra gravy. Chase in Columbus, Hey Dad doesn't eat hot dogs.
4: Clearly, he's not an American.
6: Hot dogs are disgusting.
4: Hey Borky, back in 2016, at the uh, the last time we had the Ryder Cup in the United States. We were uh, we were still close enough to uh, soccer mania that I believe that we will win was a big thing and a big chant. Yeah, Should they... that be recycled this go around, or is that now in the rearview mirror and you gotta you gotta let it die? We need to put that uh, that to bed.
5: I did like how they would alter it. Some they would say I believe that Spieth will win and stuff like that. That's
4: better, but yeah, that chant it's like very 2014. Sports Talk Mississippi will wrap it up with you next on this Thursday afternoon, getting closer to the weekend.
8: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations, Cerberty Glass Deeds in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call them at 601, 605, 44, Look for delays southbound on 55 from just before Lakeland, uh, down pretty much to the stack. There was an earlier accident has been cleared, taking a bit for traffic to get back up to speed. Northbound looking at delays from Old Canton Road north up to the 220 interchange. Elsewhere things looking fairly decent. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts at River Trust Federal Credit Union.
13: You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss sports. Brought to you in part by All-Britain's Jewelers. Diamonds, watches, specialty gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All-Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village.
20: 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists, ready to tackle any project you have they're working day and night to keep up with the demand visit 144 tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free guardian rifle of your choice 144 tactical defense in florence where custom is our game
0: in the concert event of a lifetime come experience the dynamic energy of one of the most accomplished musicians of our time carlos santana Blessings and Miracles Tour 2021. This Sunday, Brandon Amphitheater. Take a trip through the hits from Woodstock to Supernatural and a backwards flip into the unknown. Reserve seat tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment.
9: Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
22: What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors. And completely restore its youth.
11: Hey, there's hair on my head again.
22: If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other.
3: Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com.
7: the authority from C Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. C Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit cspire.com slash business.
0: Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Gear on Super Talk Mississippi.
20: Hey, guys. What's happened? What the heck are you doing?
0: Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi.
4: So you got college football tonight with Marshall and Appalachian State. App State's a seven-point favorite. The total in that game is 58 and a half. You've also got the NFL tonight with Carolina and Houston. Davis Mills getting the starter, uh, the start at quarterback tonight for the uh, Houston Texans, who And his neck. A little surprisingly looked. Not bad so far. Houston off to a two and zero start. I'm sorry, a one and one start. Panthers are off to a two and zero start. Carolina is an eight point favorite, and the total in that game is forty three. Any thoughts on either of those games?
6: With 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 the game tonight, I mean, Texas has been sort of a good story. I mean, I thought they would just be maybe the worst team in the league. And they've been competitive. It's like they're playing in spite of themselves. And as a team, I don't know who I don't. I couldn't name their head coach. Could not name him. I know he he was not the uh, the most popular candidate when he was hired. But they're playing pretty well. The Panthers have played, you know, the Jets and the Saints. They, they barely beat this the Jets. They dominate the Saints. So maybe this is the game where we find out what they really are. David Culley. Sure. David Cully, head coach. Okay. I believe you. I don't think you would lie but, to me on the air. Yeah, not not lying to you.
4: Kind of like Appalachian State at home
6: tonight, don't you? Yes. It's, as we know here on Sports Talk Mississippi, it's lit in Boone. Hot, 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 even. Yeah, yeah. So... Um. That, that, that face was because the Dodgers just took the lead in the 10th. They were losing oh. in the ninth. Who are they playing? The Rockies. Uh, I was thinking the, the Giants could get three games up today. How close are they? What, 10 games but, left? Their magic number is nine. So yeah. Ooh. Ooh, a lot of work but, left to do. Yeah, but yeah, they're only two games up. So And, of course, the best part is if the Giants win the division, They'll either see the Dodgers, who you know they were ten and nine against this year, and I mean, it's the Dodgers, or it'll be the Cardinals with the two biggest giant killers in baseball on their roster: Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. Those guys can play the Giants every week. They'd have Hank Aaron's numbers. And the Cardinals, who have won eleven in, in a row. row, it's their longest 12. twelve now. They won the day. They were down five nothing and came back to win eight five. they are? Longest winning streak high. in like two decades for the Cardinals something like that. They're smoking hot. So, yep, they really are. The October hey, baseball is going to be good. I agree with you. I'm not sure there are many people that are on board yet, but I do think
4: everybody will jump on board in October because once the, the Braves clinch,
6: fun. once once the Braves have clinched the division, this area will be more into it. So,
4: Hey, Wilson Alexander covers LSU and he tweeted Nine minutes ago, LSU corner Derek Stingley Jr. is, quote, very questionable, close quote, against Mississippi State, according to Ed Ogeron. He suffered the same injury that hampered him throughout preseason camp.
6: So, potentially big news? That's bigger news than just this game. Don't you feel like with all these injuries, if there's an injury that's lingered this long, if you're Stingley, you know you're a top ten pick, Getting close to the time to just shut it down. You would think
4: Hmm. it wouldn't be surprising at all, would it? No, no. By the way, top ten pick anymore?
6: (sighs) Yeah, he still is. Yes, two years
5: removed from looking like one. Also, injuries between then and now.
6: I think it's the potential. Yeah, he's he's he, yeah, he he's still a top ten pick.
4: I think it's the frame and plenty, plenty, plenty of time for all these teams to fall in love with him through the workouts between now
6: and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll, he'll he will definitely have good workouts for sure. I mean, Borja, you know, I wasn't sold on Horn last year from uh, from South Carolina. Yeah, he he's Sunday. that. He was first rounder and one of the most underthrown balls. Ever. Yeah, but still.
4: Yeah. Um, oh, I thought that. Oh, oh I was going to say a second If you want to entertain yourself, check out the Sports Talk Mississippi Twitter feed. Michael Borky earlier today posted an image of Hugh Freeze in Mississippi State gear, and it said, How does this image make you feel? The responses are. There's been, there's been engagement on that, are plentiful. The responses are plentiful, so have fun with that. Appalachian State Marshall starts in half an hour. Thursday night football coming up in the NFL, Carolina, and Houston as well. We'll be in Starkville tomorrow. Come by and see
6: us where again, Hey, Dan. We'll be at the Greater Starkville Development Partnership downtown.
4: Come by and see us if you're in the area. Would love to visit. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Good night.